Hello all of you wonderful people out there, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews, my name is Will, and one of us messed up our recording for this episode. I'm gonna let everybody figure out which one of us that is, and if you don't want to hear any of that nonsense, you can just skip forward to around the six and a half minute mark where the episode actually begins properly. Have a good one. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews, I'm Lee. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews, I'm Will. Hello everyone, I'm Chuck. And hello, all of you wonderful people out there. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he would continue with the thing like, I'm Chuck. <laughs> uh, so, guess what, we, what? What are we talking about today? What do you, well, I mean, I think we're talking about just making fun of how we open up all of our, uh, all of our podcasts, <laughs> but I would prefer if we finally talked about what we've been waiting for for a long time. And so far, I will say, so two episodes have come out, and we're going to talk about two episodes, the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So we've been, we've been looking forward to, to this for a while. I mean, we've had some things where we're just like, oh, Moon Knight, whatever that's about. Okay, fine. I'm just waiting for Kenobi, you know, and... I mean, first, let me just say this one thing. Um, let me just ask this one question, we'll say. Do you guys like the title Obi-Wan Kenobi, or should it just be simply Kenobi, kind of like Solo? I like the title Obi-Wan. You like it straight up? I like the title Obi-Wan Kenobi, yes. It okay. fits with the theme of him as a character. I'll just say that. Okay. Chuck? Something, something, something. I really like the title something. Okay. I just, I, I think we all, we all expected... It's basic. It's basic. Well, yeah. It, if you it's call basic, it straight but, but, up Kenobi, it's basic. And it's, it, it could be about almost anything. But calling this Obi-Wan, considering how the show started, where Obi-Wan is at in his life, it makes mm-hmm. more sense to be called Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's, right. it's more fitting for his character. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's, that makes sense. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, the book that came out that takes place around this time, it's a legend book, of course, but it was just, it was just straight up called Kenobi. So I think if they did call it just Kenobi, people would expect it to be on the nose, you know, close to this Legends book. I am so glad se. you're here for this because uh, so there was <laughs> there was question of whether or not you were going to make it for this episode. And Chuck and I were going to wing this one without you. And uh-huh. all the way through my notes, I had I wish Lee was here so he could explain this <laughs> reference or this thing that might be in a book or this thing that might be in one of the animated series. But yeah. whatever, he's not. He'll be here next week to explain all that. So I'm I'm just gonna say that right now. So <laughs> having yeah, that I'm here. is a lot is a lot better than nothing at all. So so let's explain why. So this show came out on a Friday. Yes. That is like really, really annoying that's to close. us in our schedule. That's close. like that's we don't have time. So basically, just so everybody kind of gets it, because I think we're beyond the whole like, hey, when does this happen? We generally get together on Fridays. We do a quick little run through on whatever show we're talking about. And that that, you know, gives us time to have watched the episode for a couple of days because it usually comes out on a Wednesday. Yeah. Everything we've been watching. And then we talk about it. And then a few days later, we go ahead and release the, the conversation because we're we're, we're th- three different people in three different places and they have to be spliced together. It's not just some instant thing. So and I, that also all being like, said, I also like the breathing room to edit. Yeah, yeah that's nice. It's, I mean, it's very nice. <laughs> yeah, so you can add the crickets when I ask you a question that you guys don't have anything you to say really about. You really had a problem with that, huh? Well, no, no, I no, did no, it no. to myself. I did it to Chuck. <laughs> the fact that you actually muted yourselves... That's said, that what that you actually took something out. You didn't add something in. You took something out. That I did was the my same concern. thing when we were talking about Die Hard, and you said, "Aha!" Uh-huh. I took out you saying "Aha!" Uh-huh. 
and I added uh-huh. in the crickets. Yeah, I know. Because it's funny. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I moved on. So I don't understand why this show came out on Friday, but next week it's back to Wednesday. They're all back to Wednesday. They Memori- did this for Memorial the Day uh, for Memorial Day weekend. Which doesn't yeah, make any sense because it's like Wednesday. Wednesday has nothing to do with Memorial Day weekend. No, it no, makes it no sense. Oh, of course. I think nope, they just nothing, wanted an excuse to release two episodes. I think they wanted an excuse to end on the positive note that they did. Because if you mm. watch, if you watch part one, and then you have to wait a week, part one is kind of slow. Oh yeah, it's a lot Absolutely. of build. I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved it. I can just, I can understand why they wanted to end it the way that they did with part two. We'll wait, we'll wait, yeah. we'll get there, but I'm just saying. I have to say, I have never had a pilot episode start with skip recap and the recap is movies. Yeah, <laughs> just movies. <laughs> the, the prequels? Well, the prequels, The yes. prequel trilogy. It actually made the prequels better for me. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I've been saying this for a couple of years now. The prequel trilogy, by comparison, when you look at the sequels, are fantastic. Like, I will, oh, yeah. I will say that. And this, like, showcasing... Like just the prequel trilogy, just following Anakin's specific story and like his mm. his discovery and what happens to him and the way that he ends off as Vader is everything like that's when you look at it like that. It's an amazing story. I will I will yeah. say that about the prequels and showing it like this and like under five minutes, like condensed is was a fantastic. Oh, yeah. Awesome. move. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. move. It's it's funny. So I know we talked about it before very briefly. And again, you guys aren't into the extended universe stuff. Uh, Chuck said he has he has started going through Clone Wars. So good for you, Chuck. Um, get ready to spend the next three years of your life <laughs> trying to get through the episodes just to get to season five, six and seven. Um, but um, the original plan was not not to introduce, you know, Darth Vader in this, but to do Darth Maul. Um, but I guess they scrapped the idea and switched it over and they got Hayden Christensen back to do this and Darth Maul here uh, would not make sense. It, it would, it would, I mean, no, not for this story that no, they're going with. No, not at all. But for what they were originally going to do, it would have fit right in perfectly. It actually would have been really cool to finally have something because we saw Darth Maul in Solo. Why? You know, like why, where, and what? I'm sure he'll pop up. Oh no, guys, I'm so sorry. I never hit the record button. Of Black and White Reviews. My name is Lee. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. And I messed up. My name is Chuck. (laughs) So, if anybody wants to know why we're. (laughs) So, hey, we're here. Um, We're going to try this again. So, let's just say. Oops, big whoopsie. Um, we got about six to like six to ten minutes into a conversation, and then we realized, oh, uh, Chuck actually wasn't really joining us. We thought he was, but he's not. So now we're back. So, yeah. You and I got um, our thoughts. Hang on. I, I <laughs> promise that I'm going to make that work. Now, Lee, you okay. and I both got our thoughts out. Chuck, okay. give us your thoughts Chuck. on the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
I enjoyed the episodes. Okay. I, Fantastic. I loved them. Um, you know, as you guys were talking about before, <laughs> as we were all talking about before, um, you know, utilizing the first three movies to really boost this up, you know, for the first time you see episode one and it says skip recap. I was kind of thrown off with that at first, but then it started playing it and I was like, Ooh, they're using the prequel trilogy as the recap to this. Yeah. Um, and then it starts 10 years later. And I thought that that was really, really, really well done. Um, and it actually gave me like just that four to five minutes of the recap of the prequels was actually cooler than watching all three movies. There was no sand. Um, well, keep, there was keep, no keep in mind, it wasn't actually 10 years later immediately after that. Immediately after that, we saw another another um, view of Order 66, and then we got the 10 years yes. later. Yeah. That was a big well, it was key still, thing. Yeah, but it was moments. I mean, it was all... I thought that was really cool, seeing Jedi fighting and, you know, that whole... That whole bit. Um, but... I, I think they did a fantastic job with bringing that on and starting to really see, you know, the build up char- the the character build up of Obi Wan. Mm. Um, throughout the whole trilogy, the prequel trilogy, it, yeah, it touches on Obi Wan, but it's really the it's Anakin character story. building of Anakin, right? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> makes sense. So right. this is now, and then the middle trilogy is Luke's story, and then the third trilogy <laughs> is Ray's story. Uh, but this, you know, Obi-Wan is, I kind of wish they did like a Obi-Wan thing well before they did Solo, mm. yeah. honestly, because I think Obi-Wan is a much more intense character than Han Solo. Yes. Like Han Solo was always meant to be a side character and Obi-Wan was not. Given how important he is Even though- to the Skywalker saga, I, I kind of agree with you. Like he's much more mm. important than Solo is. Well, because right. because he had the 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 original <clears throat> movie, episode four, then he had one, two, and three. Whereas uh, Han Solo only had the you know the original three movies. So Obi Wan had one more, but he was also like a key player, like a major player, um, like not the main character. But I, I would say if you think about episode one, so let's say Phantom Menace, who would you say is the main character in the Phantom Menace? Qui Gon. Qui Gon. Yeah. I, and Anakin. I feel I feel like it's it's a it's actually I would say he's closest to the main character. However, I don't feel like anybody really fits as the main character in that movie if you think about it. Some movies it's very it's very obvious, very, you know, distinct like Rey is clearly the main character in The Force Awakens. No ifs ands about buts about it. Luke Skywalker clearly the main character in A New Hope. But I'd say Phantom Menace it's it's kind of indistinguishable. He's the you know, driving because, force behind the entire movie. But he dies. A lot of main he characters dies the, die. And then passes the, the torch on. And then passes it, the it, torch on. Yeah, a lot of main characters yeah. die. In, That's in, like in watching movies. Braveheart and seeing the Scottish king as the main character. Uh-huh. Because Braveheart, because William Wallace dies at the end. No, no. no, it was clear that William Wallace was the main character, though. And this Qui-Gon was the main... Sean Bean has been main, main characters in movies that he's played in, and he dies in everything. Main in characters, everything. but the main character? I'm just, I'm just I saying... I would say Qui-Gon is the main character in Phantom Menace. Okay. Yeah, I can, I, I can I see agree. him being one of the most prominent. I, just, I, I feel like they tried to make that movie where there wasn't really a main character. It was more of an introduction to all the characters. Um, 
yes, Qui-Gon had more screen time and they focused on him, but I, I don't think that they were focusing on making him the main. That's just that's just my observation. The main for the trilogy? No. But the main for well, that no. singular movie? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's okay. what we got. I just don't think that that was the intention. Okay. Anyway, so we're talking about the first two episodes of Obi-Wan here. And obviously we start off with recaps which are literally just scenes from the old movies now i will say later on we get um we get like you know nightmares and flashbacks and all it is is again just scenes from the old movies yes and i I laughed at it which was very well done it was well done um i personally would have liked to see something new like a different perspective that we didn't see just saying like that would have been cool instead of just like, oh, we've got we've got, you know, rights to this. So we're just going to show it again. But it made me laugh where it was almost like he was having nightmares of the prequel trilogy, like many of us have That's had kind of at one time in our <laughs> one, one time in our life. And now we're all having nightmares of the of the sequel we've trilogy. All, we, we all had nightmares <laughs> of the prequels for a long time. And it's funny because I, I remember a meme a while ago and it was hilarious. It was Thanos and he's and he's looking over at the prequel trilogy after the sequels came out and he goes, perhaps I've been too hard on you. Yeah. You know, like, like what he said to Nebula. <laughs> it's hilarious because that's how we all kind of felt when the when the sequels came out. We look back and we're like, I'm sorry. Oh, we should have just kept our mouth shut. <laughs> but, you know, you live, you learn. Hindsight's twenty twenty. The other, the last two, mm? Attack of the Clones. Oh, okay. And anything, Revenge of the if Sith. If you say anything positive about clones, we're gonna have a very <laughs> bad time. What, Attack of the Clones, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> or clones themselves. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Because yeah. really likes his clones. <laughs> I'm just saying. Those are like, clone troopers. Um, Don't confuse you, them. You're talking about the movie where there's troopers. sand everywhere. It's coarse. You're talking about a movie that's essentially a love story in a Star Wars universe. Anakin goes off and kills a whole bunch of Tusken Raiders. I I, I need to remind you of this because you're making it sound like you're about to say something really positive about... (laughs) about They're both better than Phantom Menace. No, they're not. Oh, yes, they are. Phantom Menace Mm. is better than clones. Oh, Jar Jar Binks ruins it. Yes, but he's still... That movie is still better than clones. Jar Jar Binks is actually the Sith Lord that we didn't get to see. I am see. so happy that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, I was so scared. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh. we're, we're at this point right now where cinema is listening to fans, and if they actually make Jar Jar a Sith Lord, I will lose my mind. I forgot what it I think it was the scene where they're in the, um, they're flying around in, underwater, like in the bongo or whatever, flying around through. Um, yeah. You know, the There's you know going down fish. to the Gungans. Yeah. Did you see that that little video where where it shows it shows Jar Jar's hand go up like this and they say that he used the force and he made the other fish come and like, see, he's the Sith Lord this whole time. <laughs> because so a little stupid. hand gesture. It's like, oh anyway. <clears throat> we can talk about hand gestures later in fake Jedi. Um it, it was brilliant. Anyway. Let's actually get into it here. So, yes, flashbacks, recaps, here we go. And then it picks up at Order 66. There's a bunch of Padawans learning, and I am sure all of a sudden... We will, I, I am positive we will not see these five Padawans show up again anytime during this. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yes, we will. Of course we will. Yeah. These five that, that, are running, yeah. that are running for their lives will absolutely see them show up. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them actually turned out to be some of these Inquisitors that we're talking about. 
Well, that's actually a big thing. So the okay. Inquisitors, as we talked about before, I know we were talking about this in like our kind of our getting ready for what's coming out um, episode, which <laughs> never aired. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> we tried. Yeah, we tried. Two but of what two episode? of us. Were, the, so the episode that the episode we didn't where get I didn't to put out. Me, <laughs> oh. I recorded the two of you, and so I had to eat that bullet. <laughs> So the Inquisitors, you know, from, again, things that I've picked up in some of the EU stuff, they're basically ex-Jedi that were manipulated by the dark side to to be brought in, and actually they're under the um, command of Darth Vader yeah. to find wait the minute, Jedi. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Did you say you got that from reading the books? No. Okay, so, so they, 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 play, they straight out say it in the episode, so I was like... Oh yeah, I don't. Well, no, okay, no so I'm I saying we talked you about this before. Books. No, I said we talked about this before the episode even aired. But that's the whole thing is that's where it originally came from anyway. So yeah, they're sticking. They're sticking with it. I'm not saying the books. I'm talking about just even the animated stuff. You know, I'm I'm bringing right. that in as the EU as well. So <clears throat> yeah, that's the whole point of the Inquisitors is they were brought in from this. Some were just you know they just happened to be gifted, and some were actually training to be Jedi, and then they made a deal, and you know we're you know, turned over to the dark side and here they are. And they're actually like, they're nuts. They're like amazing. They're not, they're not Sith and they're not Jedi. They just happen to ha- to know how to manipulate the force. Yeah, they're force sensitive. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this Reva character, uh, third sister, or I would not be surprised yeah. if she's the one who got like the brunt of whatever punishment was dealt out during order 66. Oh yeah, it would make it oh, would yeah. make so much sense of why she's so angry mm-hmm. at specifically Obi Wan. Like that's it. it it's was, fun, it's funny to me because Grievous uh, Grievous wasn't a Sith, was he? He was just force sensitive. He, right? was force sensitive he was force sensitive to a point. He yeah. A Sith. So he's yeah. so they're they're more like him than they are anything else. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. And human. that that's it's it's funny because they well yeah they've kind of tiptoed around that in some of the movies but never really got into it but here we're starting to see these characters that are not quite and people are going what is this if they're not sith and they're not jedi then what are they it's like well they're just force sensitive they you know they're strong in the force however they're they're neither you know they just they're just doing what they're doing so uh, they're they're kind of the gray walkers i guess that we've heard about from some of the other stuff um what's interesting to me here is you were just talking about this rava character um i know we're going kind of all over the place here but in her her disdain for obi-wan and we want to find out exactly why she says she was owed something Obi-Wan. like it's specifically really him she is him. yeah blood it's fu- lust for him it's 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 funny so the character mara jade is after luke in the same exact way in the um the Thrawn trilogy, the original Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn, it's same exact thing where she's just like so fixated and focused, but as that trilogy goes on, she starts working with him, but she still wants to kill him, but they have to work together in order to survive. Mm. But she's like, I'm still going to kill you when we get to, when we get over here. Oh yeah, well once we get through that tunnel, I'm going to kill you. Well once we get into outer space, I'm going to kill you. I'm like and you're sitting there going, you haven't killed him yeah. yet. Like what's going on? I can see so I I feel I feel here. like Exactly. I, I feel like this is really going to get to that point because she's going to see something, he's going to whatever, and then here we go. So that's kind of my, my guess that they're going to do. Again, legends don't count, but they, 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 do, they do take things. They have taken things from legends and, you know, let it kind of mold some of the ideas, but they're not considered canon. It's one of the pitfalls of storytelling in a way because there are certain storylines that have been just 
redone and rehashed so many times you can kind of see them coming from a mile away like it's almost like this character is like i could i could totally see a scenario where like you just said she's forced to work with him in some capacity and she realizes that okay what anakin or or vader told me isn't exactly true like right something not that exact but something along those lines i wouldn't be surprised yes oh yeah unless she knows obi-wan or had a had an experience with him years ago that makes her want to go after him. Well, yeah, there's, there is that as well, but she probably saw something and then it got misconstrued, you know, she and probably, that's, maybe, that's, maybe, maybe she just feels like, okay, I was, a he left her. one and then this happened and they all abandoned me. Right. That could be the big thing because he was a master who he just was bailed. a master who just up and left. And his apprentice is the one that. Yeah. Right. Killed. Yeah. Right? Killed all the, Younglings. This is all your fault. Makes sense. Oh, that's a big one. Yep. So we go through this. They run away. Um, basically, these, what, five, six, seven this five of them kids? I counted. I paused count- and okay, counted. So f- I wanted good. to make sure. Yeah, so five of them get away. At least they get off screen. Yeah. All right. And then 10 years later. Good. Thank you for giving us exact time. I remember yeah. in the last trailer, I was telling Chuck, he said, it's been 10 years. And I'm like, perfect. We have Ten, a timeline yeah. here. That's going to help. Um, 10 years later and, you know, goes back to Tatooine and these Inquisitors arrive. And this is exactly when they're introduced right off the bat. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I know who they are, so I wonder how they're going to bring them up here. And they brought them up just like, hey, they've existed. And that's it. People seem to get it. Goes into a saloon. The goal is to find a Jedi, and he's he's doing this whole. Um, I, I want to say it almost reminds me of. Um, you can you can tell me the name. What's what's his name in Inglorious Bastards? You know, wait for the cream. The way that he kind of approaches this. Wait for the cream. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. You know you know what I'm talking about. Christoph Waltz's character. Yeah. Yeah. So like the way that he kind of approaches it where he's not being straight up, he's like, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. And yes. then and then he drops the bomb like, I know what's going on here. Like it's it's a it's a very um, Gestapo tactic, the way that he's doing it here. And it's it's yeah. it's it's great. It's it's showing up really well. I mean, he's not quite um, <laughs> I don't remember his name. Um, I was going to say Gus Fring, Moff Gideon. Um, but basically, <laughs> Same thing. He's the same character. Basically the same. <laughs> He's the same um, character. Yeah. I know you're not I know you're not that big of a gamer, but look up look up some of his um some of his cutscenes or his, his a, commercial segments for Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry, that's he, the game. He's yeah. still the same character. Yeah, he's always when he the does same. the commercials and he did the press release and even his cutscenes in the game. He's the same guy. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yep. It's funny if you if you look at some of his older stuff, you almost don't realize that it's the same guy because because he was gone. No, you don't. He was gone for like ten years, like, and then suddenly yeah. popped back up, and you're like, "Oh, this guy!" I remember the first thing I saw him in re- um, recently before um, Breaking Bad and everything was a show called Evolution. Do you remember that one? I think we talked no. about it briefly. Um, it was called. You might have told me. No, about not it. Evolution. Revolution, I think, and it was about um, basically all the power in the world is gone. Like we're without power. There's no more power. <laughs> Like electricity, Fun. it's just gone, and people are Fun. trying to live without power, but having this old technology that's just like useless. Like there's nothing. Like yeah. tape decks won't even turn on. Like nothing will will work. And it's like, oh, and people are back on horses again. And I remember seeing this guy. I'm just like, what's what's this Barack Obama looking dude? You know. And then I saw him as Gus Fring, and you know, his last words were, 
What was his last word, Will? Gus Fring. Whoa! In, um, Breaking Bad. I believe it was. I believe it was. Um, O or ho? It was ho. Ho! (laughs) (laughs) And then he straightens his tie and goes down. Ridiculous. That was just, I I can't believe that was, that was campy. It was ridiculous the way they did it. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Where's my bell? (laughs) Um, all right. Anyways, back to the saloon. Look at me, Hector. So back I thought at the it was sal- hilarious. I thought it was hilarious that there's one guy in the saloon who's drinking blue milk. Yep. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> was really to. funny. Like, who goes to a saloon to drink blue milk? So, um, we did a, a sci-fi like night you got at my the buddy's guy, house. You got the guy at the bar who's like pouring Jaeger shots, and like you have this one random guy who's drinking blue milk. Listen to my theory here. So when when we had a party a few years ago, we ended up watching. Um, I believe we watched the Star Wars Holiday Special just so we could make fun of it all night long. This is over at our buddy Luke's. Luke, I know you're listening. You always do. Thank you. Um, and I had I brought blue milk to the party. I had two different blue milks. One was non-alcoholic and the other one was alcoholic. Oh. No, actually, it was really good. It was actually really, really good. The thought of like anything like that just turns my stomach. You never had like, spike. I drank you a never... white Russian yeah. once. And oh, yeah. Just didn't everywhere. like it. Okay, well, that's basically what it was like. So anyway, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, we have to stop <laughs> this. We're like right. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe maybe he's got spiked blue milk. Okay, so maybe at one point they're they're trying well, to draw the Jedi out, right? That's the whole point well, here. His uh, I love where they where they mount their lightsabers on their back. It reminded yes. me of uh, Tron. Yeah, very Tron. Yeah. Very Tron. Mm-hmm. Um it was very 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 cool. Uh well they it's actually out in the open, but then the the style of his lightsaber was pretty sick too. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's seen it in Rebels. It's really cool in Rebels. Um he uses it a lot and a lot more fighting. Here, you know, we're not seeing so much of it, but the way that the battling, the fighting goes in Rebels when you see the Inquisitors is really, really awesome. Because it's like, you know, it's it's very much like a Darth Maul. He's got two blades going and he's fighting with it. It's spinning all over the place. The dude's mastered right. it and it's fantastic. And, and, and before we jump ahead, I know I know why they didn't do it. But it would have been really cool to see some saber battles in here with, with him. But I know why they didn't do it. Well, they're saving um, it. I'm, they're saving it. Mm, they're saving it. Yeah, no, they, but they it, are. But it would have still been cool to see something. Um, this this but, this early? No, it's not happening. This early? I yeah, I gotta and, I gotta agree with and you. I'm just, and I'm this early. Oh, yeah. I agree with you guys. I I know why they're doing okay. it. It just would have been cool. Well, plus there's a little thing <clears throat> I'll, ha- I'll have to drop on you guys. We'll get into it though. I don't want to go too far because we're still just trying to get through the first like two seconds of the first episode. <laughs> so, um, we'll get into the uh, the Inquisitors here. But, um, he, he she goes. Was it she? Somebody throws a knife. Reva? She yeah, Reva, Reva yeah, throws, throws a, knife. a knife and then a Jedi stops it. Well, that was a good way to figure out what the Jedi was because he was basically explaining how a Jedi is, how they would get in there, why they're there this and is, they can't help themselves. It's like an itch they 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 have to scratch is by this helping is who people. This is frame Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is flat out who framed Roger yep. Rabbit when um Christopher oh my god, Christopher Lloyd is yep. in the bar mm-hmm. and he's doing the dun 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 and Roger Two Rabbit bits. cannot help himself. 
but perform for this beat and comes barreling yes. out of the wall. Yep. That's exactly yep. what this was. Shave I and loved it. Cut. It was fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this right now. This, what they did here with this, I'm much more comfortable referring this to Roger Rabbit than I was in Bobby, Boba Fett referring that to Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Already, this is this is superior. This was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Because it was a great tactic. Watching so, paint dry yes. anyway, is better than ge- Boba Fett, so. Well, <clears throat> Oh jeez. Okay. So <laughs> So they get so the Jedi pops out and he goes, You never find us all and she goes after him with the saber, basically to just take him out and this is Reva and the Grand Inquisitor here, he just he stops her with the force. Yep. And it just it just kinda cuts the dude's arm and he's basically like, Listen, what are you doing? Like, no, stop. It's like we're wasting our time. Take this guy out, let's move on. She wants Obi Wan. And he's just like, yeah. you're reckless and you're fixated on finding Kenobi. All right. So she's referred yep. to as third sister, also referred yep. to as as Reva, which we get yep. um, later on, too. So there's like third sister, first brother. There's all that's what they call themselves, these inquisitors. Um, and we only- comment on, on one, one more thing before yeah. we leave this scene. Yeah. I did not like the way that it ended. Mm hmm. These three inquisitors are foiled by falling fabric <laughs> and bamboo. <laughs> Yeah, that was so stupid. But you could tell that I think the whole point was they were trying to use him to find Kenobi. And that was the that was the original trap. Get him to get him to freak out so he would go and find Kenobi and they could follow him. They they do go after him like Mm -hmm. they they, they all like he runs out Mm -hmm. and they all run after him. But then the Jedi just like knocks a bamboo stick and like some fabric falls and that's it. And the pursuit is over. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, this 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 tarp yeah. made of fabric and bamboo is in my way now. I can no longer pursue you. Yeah, what? yeah that's sad. <laughs> I did. So, yeah. It's the only thing I didn't like about this episode. <laughs> pretty, pretty lame. I'll agree. It's the only thing that I didn't like. Everything else, this was amazing. Yeah. So This was fantastic. We find out so. where Kenobi is now, and he's working at a meat market. Now, oh, yeah. I thought this was interesting. So whatever this gigantic creature is on its side, they're just going in and cutting out these cubes oh. of meat and, yep. <laughs> and selling it. And I'm thinking, I'm just like, how long has this creature been there? Um, how good is that meat still? And the, the meat looks really good. It does it's look nice really and good. Pinkest and marbled and every it looks really good. And you would know because you basically <laughs> did that exact job. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> for a long time you did. Yeah, until and thank you until you know you couldn't even be in my wedding. I remember that. <laughs> wow, you don't uh, hold on to things, do you? <laughs> yeah, no, no. What's <laughs> what's funny about the situation? What's funny is his boss basically said. Now he was the best man, mind you. Um, his boss says, oh, you need to work this. And he's like, oh, but I requested it off like, you know, seven months ago and I'm taking it off. I'm in the wedding. And he, the dude says, if you don't come to work, your job won't be waiting for you. And, yeah, and, and, Will, he, he and threatened my job. Yeah. And, the, and Will was in like management doing this job for years. So the, the worst thing about it is Will just doesn't come to, doesn't come to the wedding is not in the wedding. And that's that three months later, Hilltop closes. And I'm like. Are you it kidding was more me? Than three months. It was barely. It was that it was, was late. more than three. It was later months. that it was summer. Under a year. It was it later was that summer. Year. The wedding was in April, and it was like by the end of the summer, you were done. It, Hilt, it was Hilltop like was gone. October or something like okay. that. Okay. Like yeah, it was. It was under. It was under. It, 
Yeah, by the beginning of fall, the place had closed. It was sad. I was not happy. It was sad. I was not happy at all, but yeah. Yeah, I, see, my, now, now... My job was threatened. Now, <laughs> now, Chuck asked me to be in his wedding, and I showed up. So... Thank I mean, you. <laughs> you I even gave well. him a t-shirt. That <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, Kenobi's at the meat market, eating some... They're, they're all, you know, cutting stuff up from some big creature. He folds up a piece for himself, I suppose. It just wraps it up in, in you know, whatever, and puts nope. it in his... No, he feeds it, to, feeds his, it um, to his camel, camel friend. <clears throat> oh, okay, yeah, okay. Camel. I was wondering what was going on <coughs> with that, because it was Whoa. consistent. He was he kept doing it, so... You okay. see him that feeding makes sense. it. Yeah, I just didn't know he was feeding it, but that makes sense. Um... <laughs> So he he goes ahead, takes that piece for his his um actually it's called it's it's a camel like creature. It's a snoot horse. It's called an Eope. Okay, just a tidbit there. Sure. Um, but he goes up there and the guy's getting his pay and it's it's just like the whole like what do you mean you know half a portion? I need more than this type thing. And the dude just goes ahead and punches him. So Obi Wan just stands there and watch it watches it happen. And right again, in the gut. we're now we're we're looking at this and we're getting the whole like Obi Wan is learning to just stay out of things so he can stay hidden. Or learn. So he's just like, well, I don't think it's so much learn. It's just like he's just forced himself, and over the past ten years, it's just, it's become a little bit easier for him to not stand up for justice. So he doesn't fight for I anything. He, I don't know. I think he gave up. He legitimately gave up. I think. For a while. I think it's. And he, so I think it's it's and he's and he's waiting for one thing, Luke, and you know that. So, but he he basically he gave up on caring. I think it's a combination. I don't because that's his whole struggle through this whole two episodes. It is. It is getting it, back into it because he gave up. It's it's not. He getting back into it. He doesn't care. He gave up for a bunch of reasons, though. The thing is, I think he gave up. I think he gave up. To protect Luke. He gave up to protect Luke. That's why he shut himself off from the force so he couldn't be tracked and, you know, um, noticed. No, he gave up. Be- he gave up because he, he he says it. We lost. He's like, I don't care anymore. I, I know, but that's that's he, on top of it. That there are there are layers. I agree with you, Chuck, that he gave up, but you have to look at it in context. Right. He gave up to protect Luke. He gave up to protect Luke. The scene that Luke. you're talking about where he has that conversation with that random Jedi in the middle yeah. of the desert, mm-hmm. if you look at it in terms of he's saying everything to protect Luke, yes. it makes a lot more sense. It does. That, but, I, but so I agree with is, you, he <clears throat> gave up, but the, but the reason why he gave up is, is just. Yeah, I think we, we have to remember that the, the reason why all of this is happening, and which we're getting a little bit more, especially after the second episode, um, it's multifaceted, the reasons why he's done this. So one, he's doing it because he's protecting Luke, because that is his mission, that is his duty, that is his responsibility, that's his job. That's what he's yep. there for. Two, he's Agreed. doing it because he doesn't want himself to get caught and be found, so he shut himself off from the force. And three, his guilt, you know, with everything with everything his that's guilt. going on. I was I was gonna wait to get into his guilt. But when you say shut off from the force, if that was the case, the other Jedi that was in the saloon mm-hmm. would have been found because of the force. So uh, they I don't found think him. He just shut him. They found him. They found him because he used the force. Yeah, but they in front of but them. They went right in there. Fr- can, can, okay, can you get, wait, 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 wait? I think there's some miscommunication <laughs> going on here, Lee. When you say shut yourself off from the force, you don't mean that he completely shut himself off. You're talking about like he buried his lightsaber. He is done. So remember what Luke did. 
I, I, that, that is not what Obi-Wan did. It, it, it is, because remember what... It is not what Obi-Wan did at all. Do you remember how hard it was for him <laughs> later on in the next episode to actually use the Force? It's because... I, he, understand where it's, I understand where you're coming from, but he's still not as far gone as Luke was in the sequel trilogy. No, but Luke also came back and used the Force yeah. and projected himself in the most ridiculous yeah. Jedi way. Like he, like, he is the Jedi of all Jedis. He, sure. Like, to not fight. It was this pacifistic, let's just go over there, show up, and pretend that I'm there, brush a few I, red I flakes know. off my shirt, and then, you know, see you around, kid. It was amazing. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know that he shut himself off that, that much as far as... To take it as far as Luke did, because he's still going on about his mission. He still wants to protect Luke, and it's still very much on his mind what the Emperor would do with the children of of Anakin. Like he's still very much that person. It's just everything now that there is no more mission, there is no more Republic, there is no more Jedi order. Order. There's no point in me, you know, fighting that cause anymore. Right now, the cause is Luke. But the thing is. As we've seen in these two episodes, he doesn't use the Force. The only time he does no. is to catch her when she falls, and it's because and it's be- he's not using the Force on Tatooine. To but when he's Luke. in the middle, when he's already found out and he's being chased by people, not once does he use the Force. Yeah, he's just yeah, yeah, right. he's running around John McClane. You know that's what he's doing because he doesn't have the Force. He's not. He's not attached to it anymore. When he has that conversation, when he's talking to Bail Organa, and he just says, dude, it's been 10 years. I'm not the same person I was. Like, it's because he shut himself off, and he's... That's guilt. Well, that's guilt that's as well. That's not him shutting himself off. That's guilt. <clears throat> Again, I think it's it's multiple layers. <clears throat> it's multiple layers. I, I, I agree with you. I just don't think he... I, th- I just think you're overusing the term shut yourself off from the force. Okay. I don't think it's that. I, I think he think stopped using it. I think he stopped using it. I think he stopped, stopped using it. it for a while, but mm-hmm. he's still... He's still... He knows what's going so on. So think of he it, think of it, think of it like he a muscle. Still, He's not going around working out anymore. So if he goes to try to, like, you know, lift something, he's not going to be able to do it anymore because he stopped doing it for so long. It's the same thing. He just shut himself so, off. So, so, then, so then Leia would have died then if that was the case. She could have. And that's why it hurt. You, no, that's, she, if, that's why based hurt. on what you just <laughs> no. Based on what you just said, no. she would have died. As, as a, yes. That is, that is a 10-year-old tiny little kid. A man could pick up a 10-year-old little kid. He's not lifting a spaceship or, or, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge or something. You know, like, he's not doing anything crazy. He's not Magneto. He's not Magneto. <laughs> you know, or a satellite dish or, I don't know, a baseball stadium. Um, he's not lifting. Well, it was it wasn't the Golden something, Gate Bridge. Yeah, that's what I know. That's, that's why I was. Bridge, yeah, that was so. specifically Magneto. I know. Yes. But my point is, like, he didn't do anything, like, crazy, but for him just to grab a girl who was falling yeah that was painful sure. for him because he hasn't flexed those muscles in years he hasn't, he hasn't used those muscles in a long time i understand exactly that. i agree he hasn't used those muscles but he's not shut off from but it. i feel like if he was if he was not shut off from the force if he didn't just like shut it out like just shut it out i'm not going to focus on it then the guilt of all the things happening around him the injustice and stuff like that knowing that he should step in and do something would have been a lot harder for him and he would have so I was going to wait i was i was going to wait to bring up another point until we got there but mm. we're kind of all over the place now <laughs> if he shut himself off from the force like that he wouldn't be reaching out for qui-gon and he does almost immediately after this yeah, yeah and he about. doesn't hear from him he goes yep. qui-gon Master, he no, he doesn't. He just says it kind of like somebody who's 
I, I mean, you're reaching. You're reaching, man. Um, he, 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 I agree. He, it's a full-on attempt to try to reach out to Qui-Gon. And there's even, I mean, because he has his get, dreams. Even even later on, when we get he has a dream too. I wasn't gonna. That's a dream is a dream. I don't put any. any well, no, he's stock reached out to dreams. He reaches out to Qui Gon because of the dreams. Sure. He okay. So dream listen, listen. He reaches he out to Qui Gon because of the dreams. Ready? And even in even in the second episode, there is some evidence to suggest that yeah, Qui Gon <laughs> is kind of with him. Okay, guys. Now, if I want to talk to you, right, and I just sit here in my room alone, and I go. Chuck, you're not a Jedi. Look, look, no, no, hold on. And I just go, Chuck, Chuck, and you don't respond. That's probably because I didn't actually call you on the phone and connect via, you know, you are communi- not a like Jedi. telecommunications. You are Listen, not a Jedi. I understand that, but the point is, he never picked up the phone because he's not tap- tapping into the Force. What Because then he would have been, then he would have been sensed. That's the whole point. He's trying to be completely unsensed, show so he's me, not doing that. Show me the phone in Empire where Luke and <laughs> Obi Wan have a conversation. Phone. Show the me force. the phone in the Luke's force. hand. They're making efforts to communicate with each other. He tried. You have to make an That's effort, the, not the, just. But the he point didn't is, try. he tried. He I know. Right. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So <clears throat> let's use your comparison, okay? So we have <laughs> Obi-Wan, who was a Jedi master for a while. Uh-huh. Takes a couple years off. Ten. Okay. Ten. He takes ten years okay. off. He takes a decade off. Uh-huh. Whatever. I will, I will, will side with Leon on this one. I'm, 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 I'm not on board with the whole shutting yourself off from the force, but the whole not flexing your muscles and things might be difficult. Absolutely. I agree 100%. with that. One hundred percent I agree with that. I agree with that. I, so do I, but he, so he still, he was a Jedi master in a new hope. He is still considered a Jedi master and still goes by Ben Kenobi, not Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. He's, that he's, whole he's thing not, between he's the not new, Obi-Wan, he's an old hermit that lives out in yeah. <laughs> Crazy and, old and hermit. He, he's, he must still, his, his, he, it must still be shut off then too, if you think about it. Well, we don't know what we happened don't know to what him. Happened. Right, but I mean, he still is hiding. So if he was to come back, one, from using all of this, and then goes back to Tatooine and doesn't, quote-unquote, shut the Force off, for the next seven years, he would have been sensed, first of all. Second of all, Luke has minimal, minimal training from A New Hope Mm -hmm. to Empire Strikes Back. Right. And Empire Strikes Back, when he is on the verge of death. (laughs) He communicates with Obi-Wan. Uh-huh. So Obi-Wan in this point, who would have had way more experience at that, mm-hmm. calling out when Luke didn't call out, would have been able to reach Qui-Gon, whereas Luke still reached Obi-Wan without even realizing Yeah, well, Luke it. is part of the so, part of the um, the Skywalker bloodline, and the Force is very strong with him. Here we go. And that's, that's the point that they're getting at. But the thing is, what we got here, so at the very end... Of um, actually, well, there's Clone Wars, which you haven't seen yet. There's an entire episode where Yoda is learning how to actually commune with Jedi's of the past, the Jedi of the past, including Qui Gon Jinn. And then we get that line at the end of of Episode Three, which is fantastic. You know, and they did it in the recap here, where he's like, "Oh, I can teach you how to communicate with Qui Gon." Oh, fantastic! But it's like. Whatever. Oh, Master Qui-Gon? Cool. He sounded like he was all about it. So Yoda, but, so Yoda, who's been a Jedi Master for hundreds and hundreds of years, needs to learn how to communicate with the dead. But Luke yeah. can just 
Hey. Well, I think that was more that was more a matter of o- of Obi Wan connecting with him directly and him being o- like sensitive sure. and open to it. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Nobody uh, needed to reach yeah. out to Yoda at first, and then he started reaching out. I don't know. Things just changed. The thing is, obviously, it was a huge change because of Order 66, and there needed to be communication like that because there were no other Jedi around. Well, the funniest thing is, is Luke is the only one who didn't actually try to reach out to any dead did. Jedi. Right. And he they all appear to him all the time. Oh, all the time. Doing? Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Yeah, Obi-Wan shows up on... on um, Hoth. An empire. Not Hoth. Yeah, Hoth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. He shows up. I completely forgot he shows, about that. I didn't he even try. He shows up during his training. Yeah. Dagobah. Dagobah. Yoda. That's what we're talking about. When he goes to... But when he goes to Dagobah, he sees Obi-Wan again. Yeah, well, what I said was Without even trying. From a certain point of view. Stop. Oh my god. We're done. Yeah. Let's move on from this ridiculous argument. Oh my. Whatever. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. It doesn't matter. Meat market. I agree that it's been 10 years. He has a hard t- he hasn't flexed He's those weak. muscles in a while so it takes a while. He's weaker. Mm-hmm. He's weak. He's Did a he weak shut old himself man. off from it? No. I think I, I'm just going to say Continue. you know you Dude ranted and raved against me and Chuck for how many episodes of Boba Fett about him being a weak old man and now we're here telling you that Obi-Wan is just a weak old man and you're against it. <laughs> no 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 he fought with us because of the yeah. no, job because he had to go in the back to tank no, all no, the no, episodes no, 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 no. he did both he, he was he was too. he had to go to the back he's to tank he's a weak old man and he's hurt and he needs to you know listen come on. he was floating in the diaper tank so he could be healthy again the diaper yes the diaper tank. floating in the diaper floating in the diaper tank nobody watches bad lip reading okay um yeah it's the back the to tank. tank yes the back to tank yeah so anyway, oh, I got some stuff to say about that. <laughs> oh boy! So, meat market feeds his Eopi, gets home, and I I love that we get to see his his like daily routine. I I love it because they do it over and over again, and you start to see as things start to unravel and things start to change, and how he responds to the things around him. And I I love that it's like this is his normal, this is his day to day. They do it a lot in movies and shows to kind of give mm. you that like here's yeah, wh- here's twice. where the story is going to begin to change because we're seeing it. It wasn't twice. I think it was three times because even later on he goes through it again, and that's when things do actually start to change. Um, yeah. So um he gets home, just add water for his dinner. Pretty cool. I, I like that they, they did that. I mean, they did it before with Ray when she got her portion, but I like that they're still bringing it back. Yeah, but in. hers turned into bread. Hers, hers turned yeah, to his bread. Turned to his like, turned to like a, a full a, beef a, stew. A straight up stew. I loved it. I don't think they had beef on that planet, but it was a stew of sorts. Um, well, yeah. Okay, Mr. Literal. <laughs> so a Jawa arrives. Um, when he's got some goods to sell. I thought this conversation between him and the Jawa were fi- was fantastic. Um, but the whole point was he wanted to get this toy shuttle, clearly for Luke, which... Uh, I paused it. I paused it and said, I know that toy, and immediately <laughs> ran to New Hope. Right. So I was like, yes, yeah. okay, cool. So you got the meme I sent, which was showing yeah. him pew, pew, pew. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was laughing. I think there was another thing that came out years ago, just like the difference between like Anakin and Luke. It's like Anakin at 19 or whatever. And it's and it shows him like taking people out and like running around with a lightsaber and flying like actual jets. And then there's Luke pew, pew, pew at 19 <laughs> playing with little toy ships yeah. on a on a moisture farm. He was 17. Oh, whatever. 17. Still, it was just 17, 19. Just, just the comparison was hilarious. So oh, boy. anyway. 
Um, the Jawas got the toy shuttle for him. They have their back and forth and everything. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. He's like, oh, I also lost a circuit board. And the Jawa pops up and he goes, oh, I just happen to have one right here. He's like, that's mine. You stole it. It's like, hey, can you at least clean it if you're going to steal my stuff and sell it back to me? He's like, oh, no, cleaning costs extra. <laughs> it, it was, that was a great little conversation. I mean, even I love it because even though we can't hear the Jawa talk, just the dialogue is perfect, you know? So he finds some other stuff. There's a, there's, did they... Did they did they did they get it right with the eyes for you? Yeah, this time? I don't understand the red eyes in the other one. It doesn't make any sense. That I mean, that's a huge thing because then later on, when we see Mando again in Book of Boba Fett, they've got yellow eyes again. So why did you ask him that question? Huh? I, I as soon as I watched it, that's what I thought of. <laughs> that's what I, I went to. The eyes are gold or yellow, well, okay. or whatever. They're not red. I imagine. Didn't we like? Didn't we like all come to the conclusion that oh, it just must be like different races of Jawa, yes. and it's like differentiated by their eyes. Yeah, but sure. it's it's still strange that I, I think it would just make sense if they all had different color eyes, you know, just like we all do. But okay, whatever. They're all the same, and they're very furry, quite furry. It's <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. Anyway, um, there's a Jedi belt that the dude that the Jawa found in the desert from a runaway Jedi as he was being chased by yep. by Inquisitors. I'm like, is that the one that we saw, or just another one? Doesn't really matter, but doesn't matter. It's, it stokes you know his interest right there, and he's like, oh wait a second. Um, then he had what what makes it a Jedi belt though? Besides the fact that a Jedi it's, wore it, and how the heck would well, you because know? Because it looks like something that Jedi would wear. I mean, they have, like, specific robes and designs and stuff like that for their clothing. Like, the belt looked similar to his enough, where it was, you know, it's like, oh, I'm sure. guessing it's a lot like, I'm guessing it's a lot like, well, real life. Like, if you look at a certain, um, oh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If you look at a certain, like, a Baldrick, You'll be able to tell, like, this is from this specific time period. You know what I mean? Or, or a hilt, or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a time period is one thing, but who wore it in that time period? Oh, they don't even, they don't go through who wore it. They just know that this is, this, this belonged to a Jedi. Yeah. No, I think, th think of it, okay. I mean, I'm going in extremes here. Imagine if you saw a police officer's hat. You know, everybody wears hats. How do you know that's a police officer's hat? Well, like, well, because it looks like a police officer's hat. Is it, yeah. You know, it's like, how do you know this is Mandalorian? Well, it clearly looks like Mandalorian stuff. You know, it's it's all, it might have, like, Jedi markings on it. You know, it could. It might not. I don't know. But he knows it because sure. he was a Jedi master and he worked with lots of Jedi. So sure. so he starts having nightmares of the prequels, like many of us did at one point. Um, and then he wakes up. And has his Qui-Gon master. Like, again, I don't think he put much effort into trying to communicate with him. He just said it. Like, are you here? Are you, are you trying to communicate with me? Okay, well. This is the point where I want to bring this up. <clears throat> this whole opening sequence from Obi-Wan's introduction on through about here. The score that John Williams mm. created for this and how melancholy it is yeah. is fantastic. Brilliant. Brilliant. It's I love it. It's, it's got the notes. Note. Yeah. Oh my god, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. They did bring the original Obi Wan theme back yes. into it too. But it's the it's the it's the spin that that John Williams is putting on it to make it more dire. Right. Absolutely. 
Like it's it's just it's adding to it's adding to Obi Wan as the character and his in his guilt and just everything that he's been probably thinking about over the past ten years. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Next morning. He kind of, I mean, next morning, it seems like morning, he checks in on Luke and the family. Luke bails on Owen as he's trying to show him, you know, the joys and wonders of moisture farming. And <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, Luke, Luke runs off and he sits on the side of, of the ho- house and pretends he's, I'm assuming, pod racing or, you know, racing through the canyon on something. He's excited about it. He's just he's he's playing he's pretending to be some type of pilot. Right, That's the point. Right, and which of course he is. Yeah, and it, it, I I like it even more when if you if you remember that um the deleted scene from New Hope where he goes over to Tashi Station and he's like hanging out with his buddies and stuff like that, which um and they're all just like they I think they called him Worm because he was like he was like the little one that like oh like oh check it out I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna be a, a fighter and go up there and do this and everything and he's like yeah you never will worm haha <laughs> like they're like that was his dream and it kind of stinks that they cut that out because the whole point was that Luke was like this little you know dorky little kid who would never go anywhere and then he found out oh you're from a bloodline where you're supposed to be a Jedi master you know oh cool right. so it, it kind of gave him that extra so it kind of stinks that they cut that that little bit of the you know the aspect of his background out in New Hope but I like that they have it as a as a deleted scene because to me I call it canon I like how they added it in for us to see years later um anyway suddenly it's nighttime and he just goes and drops off this little spaceship in a bag and leaves it at the house so i don't know how long he sat there just kind of watching everything happening all day you think so just straight up all day he sat there all day and waited for everybody to go to sleep so that he could anonymously drop off this tour. that is a lot of sitting in sand (laughs) uh so as he's heading back home that runaway jedi he's creeping around but the sand on the sand on Tatooine is not as coarse as the sand on Naboo, so it's okay. No, no, he was talking about Tatooine. That's why he hated Tatooine, because of the sand on Tatooine. Naboo he liked, because that's where he said Naboo is great here, because you've got water and you've got grass, and yeah, that whole... Uh, I, I still think one of my favorite images, and this is before memes were really memes... Or it just shows they put Anakin's face on a kid who received sand art for Christmas and he's clearly not happy. (laughs) It's like it's a sand art kit and he's just like really annoyed. Um, Anyway, um, so he's talking to the dude and he's just like, you're you're Master Obi-Wan. And he's like, no, my name is Ben. And dude's like, help me. Great cover. Oh yeah, he's like Still, he's like no, he's like cover. my name is Ben. You're Obi Wan Kenobi. No, I'm Ben. Like, what? <laughs> Come up with a so, different so name. Here's, so here, no, I'm Frank. So here's my that next, would have been better. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's my next question. <laughs> this, if he's so, if he is so cut off from the Force, so he can't be seen. How did a Jedi find him? He recognized him. He's seen him sure. around in the middle of the desert. From, from I don't where? know. He, he what? I said he's been he, there for a while and he's probably seen he, him. I don't know. He was, the guy was, dude was running away out in the desert and he sees this guy. So to Lee, to Lee's point, he did say he in this found, scene. He went looking for him. He did say in this scene, I thought I saw you in town, but I wasn't sure. Right. So this kid might've been just following him around. Right. However, I do think there's a little bit more going on. I, I do think. I do think we're going to get some involvement from Qui-Gon Jinn. I think that's plain as day. 
like the way that these well, two episodes played out. This is the only reason why I question it is because when he, the next in the next couple scenes you see when he, when Lars when when Lars comes no, over no. Owen. and has the conversation with him. Owen. Yeah. Owen. Yeah. Sorry. Who's Lars? Lars um, is his last name. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It, just, it seems like that should be his first name. It's, it's Uncle Owen. Let's remember that even though he's young here, I, he's still Uncle Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Owen, what about that one? Um, <laughs> I do like I do like how they use the same guy from the from oh, the yeah. um the end of Red Fantastic. Well, I mean, um, and Attack of the Clones. But when he, when, when um, when he has the conversation, he says, "My mission is." When he turns of age, I need to train him. So yeah. he's obviously not shut off so much that he's going to forget how to train somebody. And if he's that shut off after 17 years, would he still be considered a Jedi I, Master I, to train Luke legitimately? I don't think so. I don't think he shut it off completely. Well, not completely. I don't. I never said he shut it off completely. But the thing is, you can you can cut yourself off. Like put it this way: I'm if pretty you, sure you if did. You ever, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said he completely shut yeah, himself off. I said he off. cut himself off. Listen, if Back if you a little bit. if you backpedal a little bit. If you <laughs> listen, I had a friend that I I knew in high school, and I kept in touch with him. And for a long time, I mean, the thing was, he, I'll just say he wasn't a very good friend. But I still cared about him. And he always, he had his ups, his downs. He had some really far downs. And it got to a point where I was, I was just really, there was nothing else I could do, you know. And I, you know, I reached out to him every now and again. But it was just like, I had to take his phone number off my phone, you know, unfriend him on Facebook just because I couldn't deal with seeing this anymore because there was nothing else I could do about it. And he would, he wouldn't take any advice and he would just continue to do drugs and just go downhill. And, you know, I'm like, I'll pray for him. You know, that's basically what it, what it came down to. So I had to cut myself off, you know, from him for a time. And, you know, since then I've, I bumped into him at a funeral, you know, and some other things, but I had to cut myself off. Doesn't mean, you know, I'm like, I don't care or I'm not going to, you know, think now and again, but I'm not sitting there reading all these sad, like, oh, melancholy posts, you know, and whatever. I get that. that but that, but he, Obi-Wan is prepping to then train I know. Luke when he turns And that doesn't make sense to me. So if he's got, because he didn't shut himself, didn't off, shut himself off. It doesn't make sense to you because he doesn't shut himself the reason, off. The only reason why he's planning on doing that is to is so Luke can protect himself because he knows that um, that and Anakin will try to this. turn him. If he's not shut off, and she, if she if he's not so if he's not shut off, she knows uh, the uh, the third sister knows that Obi Wan is on this planet. Mm-hmm. How does she know that he's on this planet? Did she she can feel him. Mm-hmm. To a point. Mm-hmm. Think, think of it this way. I think way. he is still attached to the forest. He's just... Ready? <clears throat> think of it this way. You're out in the desert. You're in hiding. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And, and you... With a leopard. And, <laughs> and, and, you're, and you're cold. And you're cold? And you're cold. No, no, because no. if, if he was cold, listen, he wouldn't have kept his clothes on, listen, sir. This I'm is not, not the joke. I'm not talking about that. Let's say you're in the desert, it's cold out, but you're in hiding. Now, what would you do? You would probably start a tiny, tiny, tiny fire so people wouldn't see it, and you would kind of keep over it, right? 
that's about what you would have. You wouldn't sit there and have a bonfire out in the middle of everything and be totally connected and have it out in the open. That's basically what's planning on. But he's planning on setting off not just a bonfire, but a nuke. Eventually, <laughs> yes. Eventually, when there's two of them and they and they have some type of a chance, yes. That's, I guess, sure. this is where we started off with episode four, and now we're doing these prequel things to lead up to it, where it's kind of like, ah, how do you do that? Back to the Future Two, for example, the end of the movie of the first oh. movie, they said. We have to do something about your kids. So, like, let's go into the future and change something that's about to happen in the future. Makes zero sense. As opposed to just saying, hey, can you just make sure your son's grounded on this night so he doesn't go to jail? That's all you have to do. That's it. No. The thing is, they they backed themselves in a corner by making the ending make zero sense. And they're like, people actually like this. You created the corner. You're creating the corner by saying that he cut himself off. If you would just take that out right now, everything would make much more sense. I don't see how you can't compare this to Luke, though. How you can't compare what to Luke? How you can't compare what he did here or what he's doing here to what Luke did later on. Because Luke ran. Yeah? Obi-Wan did not run. Obi-Wan is protecting Luke. Uh Luke was not protecting anything. Luke was a coward. Yeah? Obi-Wan's not a coward. Obi-Wan's protecting Luke. Okay. Huge difference. did, um, did Did Heisenberg do it for his family? No, he did it for himself. Oh, he admitted it. Yes. Okay. Again, multiple reasons. It. Multiple reasons. One he reason. used. He, he used, did it for himself. He used the justification that he Are was we doing. Really going to have? He, okay, fine. That he was doing it for his family, <laughs> and then he realized that his actual motivation, when he examined himself deep down, was for himself. So he knew Obi Wan did this because it was his mission, but then realized his guilt kept him to just be like, you know what, this makes sense. I'm just going to go full on and, and get out of this and just... Okay, Chuck, I apologize because you've never watched Breaking Bad, so you're going to be pretty lost here, but you can trace everything that you're saying right now, Lee, you can trace all the way back to um him discussing his, well, his wife discussing his diagnosis with the Gretchens and the whole gray matter thing and them offering to pay for his first therapy you can trace his motivations for everything that he does all the way back in the first season of that show he doesn't admit to that until what the second to last episode Mm -hmm. so no that this is a very poor comparison i'm just saying there are multiple reasons why people do things there was one reason why walt did what he did okay for himself for his pride Mm -hmm. but do you think he recognized that immediately when he started making the decisions, no, he, he was made? completely in denial. Yeah, that's my point. And at the end, that's my at point. At the end of, at the end of, at the end of Reg of the Sith, there's only one person who went into hiding. It was Yoda. It was Yoda. <laughs> okay, Luke, Luke, as uh, Luke, Obi Wan went to Tatooine, handed Luke off, and then stayed mm-hmm. there. They were he, hiding, he hiding on Tatooine. Everybody went into hiding. He brought him to his family. Yeah. <laughs> if I now, okay, okay, I'm sorry. No, there's a theory yeah. about that though. Hold, there's no, a theory about that. No, hold on. No, hold on. Because with Leia, they change her last name. With Luke, mm-hmm. he keeps the same last uh-huh. name. His last name never I changes. Understand. He doesn't become Luke Lars. <laughs> he becomes. He's still Luke Skywalker. Luke, Luke Lars. Lars. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps the same last name. And if I was the bad guy going after these two where would the first place you would look be family i i I saw where you were going why would the emperor not go after 
the I family. Don't know. He's not just high. Like this is a, this is a flaw in the entire story you're de- of Star you're Wars. Describing, you're describing a massive flaw with with the Jedi handing Luke off right. to, to this family. This is That's not a massive flaw. This is not the, an Obi Wan issue. This is just is just the Star Wars thing. Now the theory that's, it is a massive. That's, fo- uh, that, that's actually Yoda's fault because isn't Yoda the one that says to his family, "Take him." Yeah, on Tatoo- <laughs> like this, yeah, so. yeah. That's but, that's, but problem that's because that. Yoda must have Doctor Strange and said this is the one <laughs> chance <laughs> that you that, you know the one thing for safety. And I think that the theory behind it is that they made the assumption that Tatooine would be too much of a traumatic memory thing, where Darth Vader just wouldn't want to deal with it because he hates because he or hates is that a theory of yours. That's a theory that uh, it's a theory. Okay. It's just a theory that people have thrown okay. around to cut to try to, right. to try and on to top explain of that, it. his home planet. I guess. Yeah. And he hates and he hates sand. And he hates sand. So what? <laughs> if you don't if you want like think of it this way. If I um if I lost something of mine, if you stuck it in a spider's nest, I'm probably not going to find it cuz I'm not going to look in the spider's nest even if it's in my own home. You know, that's my, that's, you know, that's it. I'm just, that's just a theory. Okay. I'm not saying it's Either anything. Either way. But the point is you're going off on, on a tangent about something that's not even what I'm talking okay, about. I'll take that tangent back. Obi-Wan did not <laughs> shut himself off from the force. So can with can this. we please move on here? <laughs> I move thought on. we did 20 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> admit it. No. I won't. He won't admit it. He won't admit <laughs> he it. He won't. Anybody he won't listening, please I'm comment. Just, please I'm reach just out. Saying, I'm just saying, you're, you're, the, only, the last point that I'll make about this is you say they wrote themselves into a corner. Yes. You're the one creating the corner with this, though, because you're of the opinion that Obi-Wan has cut himself off from the Force. If you just dismiss that completely, everything makes sense. He says it in the yep. second episode. I can't use my powers. It will draw too much attention. And that is and not then and what that does is he do not, immediately after. Yes, but it's not about him like because he could clearly go into like a, 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 a solitary place, just him and her and lift her up. The point is, if he does anything, it sets off a beacon to anybody who's looking to to connect. And at the end of the next episode, which we'll oh get my into gosh, final, in that moment, though, they were. Be- I know, but they were in they that were, moment. He was being they were chased. already after him. So it didn't matter. They were already after him. They already knew where he was at that point. He had to do what he had to do. He made a decision and said, screw it. I have to do this. This is already my favorite show that we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh. already my favorite. This is oh, amazing. Oh, boy. But All right. I'm, yes. Yes. So I'm just saying it's like shooting up a big red signal flare at that point. You can keep it down sure. low, but when, when he goes ahead and does something like that, it's like, woo, woo, here it is. <laughs> and we get it later on where. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And this will be my last question. What would you have said if Qui-Gon did show up? <laughs> well, then Qui-Gon would have tried to convince him to connect again. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Under over 50% that Liam Neeson shows up in this television He's got to show up. He's got to he show up. He has to show up. Anyway. I don't know. Really? <sighs> we said that before. I think his voice will. I don't think he oh, will. Oh, I think it, we're absolutely going to see Liam Neeson. Oh, come on. We have to. We're absolutely going to see Liam Neeson. Yeah. So, uh, so my name is Ben. The dude's just like, help me. And he's like, oh, you want to help? Go bury your lightsaber. Stay hidden and live a normal life. You know? He's just he's just straight up a jerk this whole time. And I... I don't know how we can have this conversation if you guys just don't understand and, and understand my point of view. 
Um, the point is, I understand your point of view. I just disagree with it. So I, I, I know, I know. But the thing, so he's he's saying all these things that are hard for him to say because he wants to connect, but his guilt. You know, like he he wants to do all these things. He's feeling guilty that he's not doing what he was meant to do, which is be a Jedi. You know, and he's he's. I agree with this one hundred percent. I think it's I I just think I think it's all guilt. Yeah, I think it's one hundred percent guilt. Okay, and Ewan McGregor plays it beautifully. Oh, he does. He's fantastic. Like the time Ewan of McGregor the Je- plays it absolutely beautifully. The time of the Jedi is over is basically it, what he lets it at. The the pain that's... on his face when he says that is palpable. Like mm-hmm. it's fantastic. His performances, I can't understate that enough. Now it's funny because when we first saw Luke and he was all like depressed and shaggy, we were like, This is what they did to Luke. We were really upset. Yeah. But the way they're doing it here with Obi-Wan is fantastic. Because yes. he's not like he's not like I mean, he is bitter, but he's not, I don't know, he's not throwing lightsabers over his shoulder and, and you know, being a jerk. Well, he is being a jerk. It, it's hard. It's just, it's different. I don't, I can't pinpoint why it's different. It's just much better. It's, di- it's different. It's different because of the circumstances that surround each of these characters. So with Luke, he had, you know, one bad apple in his class that lost his mind, and that's what Luke lost. Right. Obi-Wan lost the Republic. Uh-huh. Obi-Wan lost the Jedi Order. Yeah. So it's like, that's, I would say that's a lot bigger than, I, so than, I, I'd say, than Luke losing his school. So Luke, <laughs> nice theory you've got there. So Luke um, is more, I'd say Luke is more afraid of the Force. Than Obi Wan is. O- According Obi- to Yoda, everyone's just afraid, which is why they can't join the force. Sense <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> much fear in him. Um, so, or they're too old. Yeah. One of the nope. two. Too old to begin the training. Um, he was too young. Too old. Like, wait a second. How young do you have to? Oh, because I mean, oh, Anakin was what, like nine? It's like, nine's too old. But no, my point that I was getting at was Luke. Luke was <laughs> was more afraid, I think, of the force because of what happened with with Ben Solo. Um, whereas Obi-Wan is just defeated True. by by the I situation. Also, I would also say that Luke was more afraid of his own attraction to the dark side. Okay, yeah, as well. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Vid Chuck? You're holding up your phone. You got something you want to say. Come yeah. on, man. Chuck found a theory. No, I, I found the answer to our uh-huh. debacle. The answer the answer as, as actually, to, Vitch, from from I, whom? Dave This Filoni? actually this 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 change. It's from Screen Ramp, but this okay. changes <laughs> all of our thought processes. Okay. It's different, actually. It says, taking place 10 years later, Obi-Wan Kenobi begins um, with hiding on the desert planet Tatooine and doing what he can to survive and stay hidden. Haunted by nightmares of the past and his perceived failure with Anakin, struggling to sleep, Kenobi wakes up and calls out to his master, desperately hoping for a response. Which means, first of all, it wasn't like, Qui-Gon? And then not trying. He actually does try. <laughs> Unfortunately, Qui-Gon Jinn does not answer. The silence is likely due to Obi-Wan's... And this right here, I think, is what changes it. His major loss of faith. While his protection of Luke gives him purpose, Kenobi no longer believes in the fight or his role within the Force as a Jedi. His unbalanced nature is the reason he can't talk with his old master despite the training he received from Yoda a decade prior. Speaking to Qui-Gon's force ghost requires focus and an uncluttered mind, and Obi-Wan's mind is nothing but trouble. So, so I understand troubled. I understand what you're doing, but I want to tell you what you actually just did. You just read a review from the screen grant that <laughs> yeah. validates Lee's opinion. 
You're not. This is not nope. arguing nope. against what Lee said. No, the it's line, not. the loss nope. of his faith, can be ex- c- correlated with he cut himself off from the force. That's what you just did. <laughs> nope. What I'm saying here is he is still trying to be a part of everything. He is still trying to actually. He want his 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 um his his mission to protect Luke is still keeping him there. He still wants to be a part of it, but he's questioning things in his mind. He's not purposefully shutting himself off so that he can't be a part of it anymore. He's not totally gone. He's still there. He's still it's just there. his mind is cluttered. His mind is not clear, and sure. he's having trouble connecting to it when he still wants to. Yeah, from, from, from guilt and everything else. The point is, is that the line that you said within that loss of his faith it, it's it's exactly what Lee's saying about cutting yourself off from the force, whether it's intentional or not. That's that's I, I look at it differently. Okay. And another okay. one says that Liam Neeson is. Re- this is what I said. He is slated to return as the voice of Qui Gon Jinn. He's I don't think he'll show up. Just the voice. He's gonna. He's absolutely gonna show up. I don't think he shut himself off to protect himself so that he could not be seen, which is Lee's theory. I think that he's still trying to do it. He's just so messed up in the head that he doesn't know what to do. He's not trying to keep himself shut out so he can't be... He's not trying to shut himself up off so he can't be found. That's my okay. thing. All right. So, um, <laughs> so here's something interesting. Um, we get to see Leia. So we move over to yeah. Leia, and it's funny. So they're showing they're showing Leia getting dressed, and we know that they're they're alluding to this being Leia. But it's funny because as the veil is being put over her face and all this stuff, I'm looking. I'm like, that's an oddly shaped head. I'm like, what's this little girl gonna look like? She doesn't. She, she she. I mean, I didn't want to make fun of a little kid, but I'm like, this is a weird looking kid. So then we turn around and we realize it's a decoy, just like her mommy used to use. Which I thought was hilarious, and you, her mother comes in. She's like, "Oh, she said she said you thought this would be funny." <laughs> it was just some girl pretending to be Leia, while Leia is actually out climbing trees to watch the ships take off with her little robot Lola. So, mom comes out, shuts her down. Um, so, um, get changed. And basically, so she can just go smile and wave at people, which she hates that she's bored. She doesn't want to be a senator or be a part of any of this stuff. But that's the life that she's got. And you can tell she has dreams of doing other things. Okay, very much like Luke. Um, So she gives Lola back, shuts her down. She tells her mom she's sorry, gives her a hug, steals it back. Okay. But while that's happening, somebody is lurking in the shadows. Little bug lurking in the shadows. An itchy little bug. So, um, Kenobi wow. continues. Wow. So we go back and Kenobi's <laughs> continuing his routine. And Owen pops up as he goes, as he gets off the bus, shows up to see his little P.O.P. there. Um, and Owen's like, dude, stay away from us. Stop leaving toys. Get out of here. Like, you're, you're creeping on us. You know, and he's like, there's a whole galaxy out there. And when the time comes, he must be trained. Oh, like you trained his father. Oh, and it's it's Throws that right in his face. It's it's so funny. Um, Chuck, did I send you that thing? The, um, the little plane that Luke's playing with or no, 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 no. The other thing I sent, I, I thought I sent it to you and it was actually pretty funny. Um, it was Obi-Wan. Um, it was something about being burned. 
And he was like, oh, yeah, he thinks he can deliver burns, but, you know, it, it was a rip. Oh, roasted. Yeah. It, it, he's like, oh, he can he he enjoys roasting others, but he can't handle being roasted himself. And it shows him like, you know, him and um, Aunt Peru burned after the stormtroopers just that's came and showed it was horrible but it was they, somebody that's some horrible. somebody did no they did like a deep fake and it made it look like um like obi-wan was sitting in a living room watching the trailer and sees that line he goes hmm it appears that he enjoys giving uh, being or uh, being the one who roasts but not being roasted <laughs> it was like oh man it was it was ridiculous that's awful it is awful that's horrible well that's that's as awful as um what's the other one where there's another meme of han han solo they're all flying and then she goes you're not actually going into an asteroid field are you he's like it's okay honey you'll feel right at home oh <laughs> because of alderaan <laughs> anyway <laughs> Ah, so the Inquisitors arrive, and third sister, Reva, um, basically, like, just, they're there, and this woman's like, hey, we don't, we're not under the Empire's rule. She just sliced her hand off, like, okay. Like, this woman was just saying, hey, we that's don't have Obi-Wan's, to listen to... That's, that's Obi-Wan's job. That's Obi-Wan's job, yeah. Well, he took a whole arm. Um, <laughs> so she comes up and starts grilling Owen. Until fifth brother, whose name I don't think we got, did we? I don't know his name. Um, he shows up and basically tells her to stand down, yells at her. Keep in mind that while all this is going on, Obi-Wan is hiding yeah, somewhere. Yeah, he's hiding. Like, out of sight. Yep. Like, not getting involved at all. Not and at he all. He just watched while this innocent woman got her hand chopped off. He's hiding out. Nobody's really doing much about it. Um, I, I guess the guy who who's in this, the one who's playing fifth brother, he's been in a bunch of Fast and Furious films. Good for him. I don't care. Yeah, Sung, Sung Kang. Anyway, he's there. Um, so basically, he's he. They go through this whole thing. He's like, "Let's get out of here." You know, all you should all be looking for this Jedi. They show the picture of the Jedi that they saw at the saloon, and um, he t- has a, t- a conversation with her, kind of on the side after she basically threatens to kill Owen and his whole family if somebody doesn't give up the Jedi. Okay, so they have their conversation. He's like, "What do you think you're going to gain from capturing Kenobi?" She says, what I'm owed. Okay. Sure. And then kind of heads off. He's like, you you know, you're going too far. You're not going far enough, whatever. So they leave. Obi-Wan goes up to to Owen and just says, thank you. He's like, yep, didn't do it for you. So like this guy has like so much disdain for Obi-Wan. I don't blame him. Which I don't blame him either, but he's also there to protect them. So I'd be like, thank you. How much does Owen actually know, though? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Exactly. That's the, that's the, I think that's one problem here. Like, we don't know everything that Owen knows. We just know, oh, you were a part of the Jedi Order and it fell apart and things were supposed to be your responsibility, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't know the whole story. Right. He has no idea what's going on. So. I mean, all he really, <laughs> all he really knows is um, that he was supposed to be training Anakin and look what happened to Anakin. Yeah. And everybody kind of knows that. So, so in like, that oh, regard, well, I kind <laughs> of. So, yeah. How is how is Owen related? I never figured this out. How is he? Re- is he's kind of a stepbrother step, step, yeah. to Anakin. No, steps. Yeah, stepbrother. Stepbrother to Anakin. Because uh, Shmi was bought. Yep. And yeah. the guy who bought her married her, but he had already had a son. Yeah, and yeah. You're right. I forgot all about yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. So so he really you, well, is. Well, you forgot Uncle about Owen. it because it happened in clones. Yeah. <laughs> attack of 
So <laughs> it's easily forgotten, it's you know, <laughs> this whole conversation. There was a lot of sand involved. And yeah, we just kind of moved on from there. I love sorry <laughs> on the boo. So so Leia's cousin is a jerk. They go to this oh, fancy little party. This. this this was amazing. I love this. So so basically they're sitting there, hi cousin. Oh hi cousin. You know, and uh, so at one point she, you know, she asked the droid for something and she goes, thank you. And he's like, why are you thanking a droid? Yeah. You don't need manners when talking to a lower life form. She goes, oh, well, then I guess I don't need manners from talking to you. <laughs> she's quick. Yeah. And she's com she's completely Leia. It's yes. fantastic. Yes. It's fantastic. And it's and again, as I read more of some of the some of the books, it's like all of this stuff really comes out a lot more in some of the books, and it's fantastic. So her character is very well developed. So I was going to like that they're starting it off here. Question in the books, like when mm -hmm. you if you if you ever go like that far back in the books and you actually get to see Leia as a child, is mm. her intuition on ten like it is here? Because it's it's off the chart. <sighs> It's it's insane. Okay, but I think that's I think that's what I mean. I, I don't know. I haven't gotten to that part, but okay. it's, it's amazing here. It's fantastic um, I, here. And I was asking yeah. a question. I'm like, does she always have intuition like this when she was a child, and it just kind of went away when she was smitten by Solo? Or no, I I think what it came down to is like all this stuff happened, but she, you know, it, it, she just kind of attributed it to like I'm just good at what I do. Not sure. that she had like the force or anything. Her so intuition she just, wasn't like this in the, in the, in the um in the original trilogy though. Never, no. never anywhere near this. No, this is something. Um, eventually, eventually, in a lot of the novels that came out afterwards, she became like a Jedi of as well. Like she trained. Well, she she didn't become a Jedi per se. She was training in the Jedi arts, but She's she was still sensitive. mostly. Yeah, she was force sensitive, but she she was training. They even showed that when you watched um. Uh, Rise of Skywalker and everything. Rey. Yeah, she was trying to tra train Ray as well yeah. because Luke was training her in the past. So yeah, there was a level of that, but she was never a Jedi Master. It was more just like, hey, I don't the, know what the... she does in the prequels. What she does in the pre the the sequel trilogy when the ship blows up and then she comes, she's in space and then comes yeah. back. When she Mary Poppins is her When she way Mary Poppins her way back to the ship. Ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous, inkling, but that takes some... The only inkling you get in the original trilogy is at the end of Jedi, when she's like, yeah. I've always known that we were related. I've always known that we were siblings. and blah. That's it. Like, other than that, but, like, but when you watch the, New Hope thing. and you watch Empire, well, no, when she, she got nothing going well, on. Well, I don't know. When she... When no. she's talking to, when, and in the end of Return too, when she's talking to Han Solo, and he's like, "You love him, don't you?" And she's like, "Of course, well, of course." <laughs> and then she's like, "But I feel him," and he's like, "Oh no, not you too." <laughs> you <Yeah. know? clears throat> that's really. He's like, "You don't understand. Really he's my brother." Get. It's like, so what happened between this ten-year-old Leia and Leia, who's like twenty-something? I think it's just a matter of us. It's. I think it's a matter of our perspective. I guess. Um, like they just they didn't like lay it on thick. Obviously, when they did a new hope, they, they had an idea of where they wanted to go. But they also some of the alternate versions of how it was supposed to go was actually Luke was going to turn to the dark side and she was actually going to go full Jedi and train. And actually, that was another like a what if type of scenario I understand that, that almost I, I happened. I don't care what, what should have could have what is I, it, I'm talking about, like what's actually like written in stone. I know. But that's, that's not my really point is there. that. We're going to see stuff like this when we start digging into past and adding to the stories. 
And that's where it's like, okay, so we can always attribute it to, well, I mean, we can always go way, way back to how come Vader didn't recognize R2-D2 and C-3PO, like... Okay. How come? You know, how come that wasn't super obvious? Well, he did, but he never actually came directly with them. And then, then again, yes. How you can't forget that you built C three PO. You worked with R two for years, even like throughout the Clone Wars and everything. Like, yes, you're right. There, there's a lot of big things like that doesn't make sense, and there's a lot of inconsistencies. But I'm saying, like, yeah. so far, like, okay, so our first interaction with Luke, he's dreaming mm-hmm. about becoming a pilot. Completely uh-huh. fits his character, one hundred percent. Right. No problems Absolutely. at all. 10-year-old right. Leia, you know, having the intuition of somebody who's, like, 50? What? Yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't even heard from Luke, so this is what I was going to get at is I don't think anybody expected this show to have anything to do with Leia. We thought it was all going to be about Luke. I like the fact that they kind of... Yeah. I, I like the fact that they didn't do that and they went this direction instead because we all expected because he's on Tatooine it's going to be connected here but I think it makes a lot more sense because why would we see stuff with Luke because Luke has no idea except he's a he's a weird old hermit living out in the desert you know old Ben so I think it makes Luke a lot more sense to be doing this way farming right now. <laughs> We're not going to see Luke except for the off in the distance throughout this entire. Not thing. true. We will see Luke. Like it one. just it, it'll it'll be like a quick thing where nothing major nothing major happens directly in front of him. It all kind of happens in the background. Yeah, off off. I, I for him. agree with that. Off in the distance. Yeah, like no, Luke's I mean, not going to be, be off front in the and center like Leia is. We know no, Lu- we know no, Luke's story. not to this we, degree. I'm not no, remotely we, interested in Luke's story at all. No, we will see Luke. We will see Luke not from a from a distant zoom, but it's not going to be like some extensive thing where we see him running around and having That's his own too. episode. I, I, they're going to show him. He's going to talk. He's going to say, oh, thanks, Ben, or something. He's going to get the ship anyway thanks, and Uncle blah, ben. blah, blah. <laughs> like that's yeah, basically, that's that. Sure. So. Anyway, Leia is is great. So she gets this whole thing. The dude's ripping on her. You're not even a real Organa. And she just calls him out like at his core. Oh, yeah, you're afraid of your dad because of this and this and blah, blah, blah. And you do this to hide your blah, blah, blah. And the kid's just like, uh, okay, shuts up and moves on. You're afraid of your father. You don't make any decisions for yourself and you never will. Basically putting him in his place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was amazing. Putting, it, owning <laughs> him. It, it's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. So I wish nothing but the best for this actress's career. Like <laughs> this child actor at 10, if she's able to do things like this, I wish nothing but the best for her. Yeah. Vivian Lira Blair. Okay. Cool. Or Ly- Lyra. I don't know. Good Vivian Blair, we'll say. Yeah. Great job. So it's just, it's, it's, it's funny to me. Like we're, we're at the age right now when you're like, wait, somebody was born in <laughs> like. <laughs> In they're so young. They're, they're so young, <laughs> <laughs> and they're, and they're acting, and yeah. you know, here, and we're we're sitting here in our in our garages, attics, and basements <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> All right, talking about the ten year old, talking about how great talking the ten year old is. Exactly. Anyway, so her parents are basically like, you need to apologize. And she's just like, no, I don't want to be a senator. And I love how her dad's like, well, that's what's going to that's what probably why you're going to be one of the best senators. Yeah, because you don't want to you be a senator. And that's that's amazing. I mean, that's the thing about power. Um, I love her. I, line I can't tell you before you go move forward. I'm sorry. I love her line when they're trying to make her to apologize to her cousin. She's like, I'd rather be digested by a jacko beast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, but they have their little pep talk and then she just, you know, basically bails anyway. Run. Oh, not, you know, doesn't. Yeah. Runs off into the woods for some more adventures. Yeah, and God, then here we go. 
he shows so up. then so then so then needles shows up in his ford <laughs> yes, I, mean, I mean no wait a second sorry <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote down needles shows up too <laughs> So, so flea and the gang, flea, uh, flea sh- show the up. Gang. Flea and the gang show up, and it's funny. So it's flea who's basically some you know humanoid type character. He's got like a weird thing on the back of his neck, um, and then there's another guy who's got like spikes almost in like a mohawk and then you've got a character which i think this character is a falling which is the same as prince zizor which is really really cool so prince zizor is the um the main bad guy in shadows of the empire he also pops up in one of the bounty wars or bounty hunter war books i think slave ship or something so that's kind of cool that they're they're bringing in um a species that we've only seen in books and some of the eu stuff so they're starting to tie some stuff in if they actually bring in prince zizor and one of these shows i'm gonna it's gonna be amazing because he's a he's a very intriguing character very interesting um but anyway so she's there um a guard comes out to like help her like he just happens to be out in the woods on duty and he's running around trying to find her they shoot him quick so no big deal she gets a bag over her head and she's tied up and you know basically she's in a off she goes she's in a closet hold on ship i hated this chase scene (laughs) Because they get in, they get in front of her, they could have caught her from the beginning. Oh yeah, full grown men chasing a ten year old girl. If they can't outrun her, they have problems. There's two or three times where they get in front of her, and she stops. Mm-hmm. They stop. They give her time to then turn around or go a different direction. They give uh-huh. her and time, then they like, or she creates the time. Ooh, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far with it yet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look at her. I think I wouldn't go. I think it was just it was. This is a half kidding. It's a cinematic tactic. (laughs) It's a cinematic tactic to add terror. Yeah, you know, and and you see it all the time where these guys like they come up and they don't just grab somebody. They go oh, and they and they and they try to terrorize them a little bit. It's like a cat playing with a mouse before it actually rips its head off. You know, that's kind of what they were doing doing here. here, Though they were obviously trying to get her. Yeah. And it almost looked like some of those bad TV shows where they're like they they're you can tell they're acting to not get her. Yes. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and, and I saw that here. This was this one chase scene was probably I would have preferred it better <sighs> when they first got her. There was no chase scene, they just grabbed her and took her. Right. Yeah. It would have been it yeah. would have been better for me. Yeah. Because yeah. this chase scene was a little lame, in my opinion. All right. Okay. Yep. Then what happens? Well, that's pretty much where she goes. She's on the ship, bag over her head, blah, blah, blah. She's in a closet somewhere. So, um, yeah, very sad, very sad. So Kenobi receives a distress call from Bail Organa, basically saying, come help. You have to help us find Leia. Um, He's like, "Uh, no, I'm here to protect the boy. Like, he's just going to hold on to that because that's one very justifiable excuse as to why he's not getting involved. Um, and he just explains, it's been 10 years. I'm not who I used to be. Find someone else. Click. She'll be better off. Yeah, dude, he just. Yeah. He straight up just says, find someone else. Yeah. That's it. Like, that was, I- I'm surprised he was that done. Like, I'm like, wow, he is just totally done. He's just, he's just toast. I'm you know? not. So, I'm not surprised. Well, I mean. Yeah, it's just it's that guilt, and he's it's fighting the, it, against exactly. it. And he's shutting and he's, and he's shutting himself off from caring. Okay, is that better? <laughs> the, the, the the I think I think one big thing about his character right now is he might just be thinking about how worse 
everything could possibly be if the Empire gets their hands on either Luke or Leia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be things could be so much worse. True. So it, it true. In that's, what way though? Because they're already ruling the galaxy right now. So in what there is no rebellion, there is no republic, there is none of that stuff is going on yet. So if the emperor, the if Empire, the emperor, if the emperor is prepared to sacrifice Vader for Luke, a brand new apprentice at the age of twenty, however old he is when that happens, what do you think he would do with ten year old Luke? He would be so much more dangerous. Oh, absolutely. Luke would be so much... If Luke fell into the hands of the Empire now, he would be so Mm. much more dangerous than he ends up being. He would be 10 times as powerful as he already is. I believe that Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, but you have have Vader, who was trained from the age of like 9, 10, just like Luke is. And Luke is stronger than he is. Mm. Tenfold. Mm. It would be so much worse. It would be mm-hmm. so much worse. I think maybe and maybe that, so that's not, that's not do you explicit. Think, that's do you think do you think that Luke is stronger than Vader with Vader being like basically half dead through the trilogy, the the original trilogy? Or if Vader ne- if Anakin never actually went through the whole burning up and becoming Vader that way, and he was just Anakin becoming just normal, do you think that Anakin would be much more powerful than he was without all the robotics attached to him i think i think the jedi and this is just my theory and lee feel free to agree or disagree with this all you want to i think part of the jedi council suppressed a lot of anakin oh absolutely at a very young age mm-hmm. like they kept him at bay mm-hmm. luke oh, I, I had that. none of that right none of right. that luke is right. raw emotion through and through Oh, absolutely. If the Emperor got his hands on him, even at the age of 10, forget about it. So there so, is no there is no trilogy. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to tell you I, I'm going to keep on jumping into this. But in the Thrawn trilogy, one of the biggest thing I, I know it's not canon. I'm just going to say it again. But they have this Jedi type character character there who's a dark Jedi, as he calls himself, because they weren't really getting into Sith talk back in the early 90s. Sith with a new thing that was actually dropped later on, I think actually only in the prequels is when they first threw that name out. And then there's the whole no more, no less that they get into. Um, but this character, his whole goal is to get, um, cause, uh, Han and Leia had twins. They had twin kids, uh, um, Jason and something else. I forgot the names, but they were a boy and a girl twin. And he is this jet, this dark Jedi is just like foaming at the mouth to get these Jedi twins so he can get, take them under his wing and train them because that is some raw power. If you can get baby Jedi twins, it's huge. Skywalker lineage, the whole thing. Oh yeah. It's insane. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's a big so, deal. Well, I think I they've, think, they've really I, played it up in a lot of the EU stuff as well as in, in just everything we know here. So this is this is my theory. I'll probably get a lot of uh, crap for it, but I think the Sith are stronger than the Jedi. They are. They are. I don't think that's a theory. I think that's a fact at this point. Look, I mean, you look True. at everything that the Sith or or even the Dark Side has been able to do throughout the the, the history of not just the movies, but by basically what Lee's saying in in the EU as well. That's my point. Like, if the Empire gets their hands on a 10-year-old Luke or a 10-year-old Leia, it is game over for, like, the entire galaxy. Like, there's no point. So, I, and I think, I think, 
you know, Obi-Wan has to know this on some level. And I don't know. Yeah, that's just me. But anyways. So uh -oh. wasn't there wasn't there a line that Luke asks, is the dark side stronger? Wasn't that a Luke line in one of the in one of the original? Yeah. In he Jedi. asks, yo, yo, he, he asks, um, when, when, yeah, when, when Yoda's about Yoda. to die. Yeah. Is he the says, dark no, no, quicker, quicker, easier, and more seductive. But he says, no, it's not. I don't believe it's him. just, it's just, it's just quicker, <laughs> easier, and more seductive. I don't believe and that. I, and that's just like sin, you know, just doing anything right now where, you know, you, you get into it and it's like, yeah, it's a lot easier just to go ahead and succumb to something that is just purely emotional driven and not making a, a better decision, a more moral and wise decision. True. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you want to go that route, but there's usually only two Sith. And even when there was only two Sith, when there was only two Sith in the beginning and a Jedi order and a Jedi council, mm -hmm. The Sith still created and still did everything. Yeah, sure. Took yeah. out all the Jedi. But you still, you still have that. Like, okay, so imagine a scenario where Luke is captured, and whatever happens to him during his childhood happens. As soon mm -hmm. as Lucas is of age, Vader's out. Have a good one. Thank, thank, mm -hmm. Thanks for all your help. <laughs> I have a new apprentice. Right. Right. <clears throat> so. There is that. Unless you're Vader, you take out the Emperor, and you become the Master. Sure. That could happen, yeah. too. Father and son, ruling the galaxy. Yeah. All right. Well, he so, says that in Empire. <laughs> so, Kenobi goes back through his routine. He's going through his normal stuff. And that Jedi who asked him for help at that point was is just hanging in the street. Strung up okay. in the middle of town for all to see. Exactly. This is so he so he goes home to find Bail Organa asking for help, and this is like immediately after he had that conversation with him. The dude just shows up and he goes, "You're gonna come. I just came here to talk to you in person. You can't hang up on me here. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna come. You're gonna do this." So he doesn't want to get involved due to his guilt over Anakin. Clearly, not just to protect Luke. That's the biggest thing here is it's not just no, to protect not. Luke. It's because of his guilt. He does not want to get involved. So please, one last fight is what he's getting is what he's getting at here. So as this is happening, we also see Leia. She's still tied up and she tries to use Lola to cut her free. Flea comes in, smashes Lola. Not completely. It clearly in a way that she could be put back together. It was just one hit, and her top kind of came off. Okay. Um, looks for you know. Looks for parables. Looked up his character name. It was. It's either Needles or Flea. <laughs> well, I, I, I read it. I said it earlier when we were talking. I said Vec no crew. Oh, okay. But um, I but still, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. But he's still gonna be Needles or Flea. <laughs> um, oh man, so. Um, basically he, she's like, my dad's going to come and get me. She's going to, he's going to send a whole army. He's like, no one's coming for you. Get over it. Yeah. Nobody's coming for you. Yeah. Um, so we, it makes us start to wonder like, why did they kidnap her? Because they they want someone to come for her. That's kind of the whole point, which we eventually get anyway. Kenobi goes out to the middle of the desert and digs up his lightsaber. Now I laughed at this because if you see how he dug it up, he did now if you've ever dug anything out of the ground at the first sight of seeing the thing you're going to get you just reach in and pull it out right no mm. he completely completely <laughs> reveals the entire top of the box like he takes all this time to do it like it's a ceremony yeah oh, and then 
lifts up the box and out comes the lightsaber. Yep. And I'm like, uh-huh. Like it just it just that was just a little movie trope, you know, thing I had to bring up for a second there. It's just funny. Nobody would do that in real life. They Both would just them. grab the dang thing. Two lightsabers. Both lightsabers. Two lightsabers. Right. Which His lightsabers and are these? Anakin's. His and Anakin's, exactly. So Very um <laughs> Which his looks a lot like Luke's in return. Yes, the yeah. new one that Luke builds. Correct. Um, it's not, but it looks like it. Yeah, very similar type of style. So Rava is um, basically uh, Rava is the one who draw, uh, hired them, you know, flee in the gang to draw them, draw Kenobi out of hiding. And she basically just says, you know, the Jedi will hunt himself this time. So he's getting ready to go to work. He walks up as if he's about to get on the bus to go to work. Nope, not today. And he reaches over and his lightsaber showed hanging on his belt and he walks on. End of episode one, part one. So was it was it kind of a slow episode? Yes. Yes. Was it necessary? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I wouldn't want anything but this. No, this I, is I mean, I, for what it was. Uh, Exactly. So I a lot of people, it. a lot of people were saying, you know, a lot of people, quick reviews were saying, ah, oh, the first episode was so slow, but the second one was better. And I'm like, I do appreciate the second one, but I also really appreciate the first one because they had to set the tone for how depressed and guilty this guy, this dude felt. Yeah. So they did it. I very much appreciate it. seeing Perfect. exactly where Obi-Wan is coming from. Exactly. Yep. So I enjoyed it. Can't say anything bad about it. Now. That's basically all of our consensus, right? Yes. Good episode. Moving on. Yes. So, Ob- so part two, um, basically he this arrives be considerably in the- quicker. Oh yeah. So he arrives in the planet that he tracked that ship to, and um, you find out that this place is just super shady place because all trackers and everything are blocked here because I people don't want to be seen. It reminds oh, yeah. me. It reminds me of something out of Blade Runner. Oh, absolutely. The way the city is, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's like, I love the way it's that like, it looks. Beginning that of was Attack my of the first Clones, thought. Was Blade actually, Runner. My first thought was Blade yeah. Runner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Good. Yep. When Definitely. I saw the city, my first thought was Blade Runner. Yeah. Um, the streets. Even how, the opening how, how scene with Harrison Ford. Crime ridden it is. The yeah. neon lights and signs everywhere. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. like night ish. It's so perfect. Now I have to say, my favorite thing pretty much comes immediately here. Help a veteran get a warm meal. I loved it. Because the line before that, Qui-Gon, I could really use some guidance. Oh, yeah. He flat Mm -hmm. out asks Qui-Gon for help. And immediately Mm -hmm. this bum on the side of the street holds out a a, a stormtrooper helmet, give a a veteran some, a meal. Yeah. Now, you, you understand what this is, right? It's quite That's to th- No, that's Tamira Morrison. Who? That's a clone. Oh, good for him. I don't care. Dude, it's That's <laughs> Boba Fett. It's a trooper. It's, it's a Boba Fett. Sure. It's, it's a clone trooper. It's a clone, tr- yeah. It's a clone. It's a clone. It was actually Tamira Morrison, okay. the one who's played Boba Fett and everything. <laughs> you don't think that's amazing that they brought him in there to make him an old one? I just think it's a little bit more amazing that he, in the first episode, he was like going through this whole thing about what Chuck was talking about, his faith, and here it is right. like in plain sight, him asking Qui-Gon for help. 
And now all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's being pointed in every direction where he has to go from this point until the end of the episode. I, I just thought it was great that they showed an old, you know, aging veteran old clone who's just sitting on the street because now he's basically out of work and he has been for, you know, I don't know how many years because the stormtroopers came. Well, not quite because they, they <laughs> still were doing what they were doing after Order 66, but eventually they got obsolete, which is stuff that we see later on in the Bad Batch. And um, So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And Rebels. You, you're, you're so specific on clone troopers versus stormtroopers. Absolutely. Uh, stormtroopers are not, are not clones. They're actually just regular people that were Yeah, trained. I get that. I, that's, that's fine. That's I don't care who makes them up. They're still stormtroopers, and I call them stormtroopers because they have the same. They even even their um the 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 score for because they all have their own score. Like Darth Vader has his score. Obi Wan mm-hmm. has his. Luke has his. The clone the stormtroopers all have their same score from Attack of the Clones on. Uh huh. Throughout but, the even the new tri- even the original trilogy, right? But there's so there's a... the Imperial March is their thing. So they, as soon as they flip over to the dark side in the in Order sixty six, they are now officially stormtroopers. Eh, they, nope. they're not. If you keep watching, keep watching the EU stuff, you'll see. There's a, well, there, they, there's they a very bring distinctive in more people because the they stop making clones. No, I get they, that. No, they don't. Keep watching, please. Um, I'm just saying there's a distinct difference between clone tro- tro- uh, clone troopers and stormtroopers. Stormtroopers are from a whole new order. They actually said we don't want to work with clones anymore, and they got rid of the clones, and they moved on, and they started bringing in the bringing stormtroopers, which is a whole new class of trooper that was not related. They didn't want any clones anymore. They didn't just convert them over. They got rid of them. It's fine, it's, it's fine but they're still. They just went from Stormtrooper 1.0 to Stormtrooper 2.0. Well, there were, multi- there were multiple different uh, phases of even clone troopers, but the point is there's a difference, and it's, it's distinct. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm making it a big deal. And I, but I think the fact that they brought Tamara Morrison in there and put him in there just for that one shot was fantastic because it's a clone. We would see him kicking around. Um, drug dealer pops up. Looks familiar or reminds me of another character in another show, another movie or anything. But yes, very Blade Runner, the hair and everything, that weird pink mullet. Okay. Um, she didn't have any death sticks to sell. She didn't say what she had. Um, I thought that yeah, would have been. She was selling spice. Okay. Yeah. Spice. That's, that's, she that's, even that's gives thing. him spice. She, yes. Doesn't say what it is, but we, don't, we uh. know it's spice because it's just, they keep going into the whole spice runner thing. No, uh. she says, do you want. I have this kind of spice, this kind of spice. She calls it oh, spice. Okay, I must have missed it. Anyway. And then she goes, and here's one for the road. This one's free. Yeah. And she but, slips well, him spice. After she says to him the main point, which is he's there trying to find a girl. She says, you're never going to see her again. He's like, well, this right. is someone's daughter. She goes, yeah, I was someone's daughter once too. And it's like, man, that's just, that's what happens. This place, people get kidnapped. They sent over there. And this is touching upon some pretty real stuff that's happening in our world today. And it's just, it's, it's sad to see, but it's a reality that they're trying to bring this, they're trying to bring us into this world by making it close to our actual world right now. So and then when, when, when Obi-Wan does get in touch with Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon's going to say, I have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> and I will teach them to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can communicate with you. Luke. <laughs> and I will kill you. I will train you. 
So <laughs> this kid turns around. He goes, oh, you need help finding somebody, huh? I know a Jedi who helps people. And I heard this, and I was like, right off the bat, I'm like, no, 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 no. There's, there's no way this is a, this is an actual Jedi. I'm thinking I'm like there's nobody who would be there. Nope. No, we've got we've got uh, what? How do you pronounce his name? Kamal uh, Nanjiani. He's been in um, Eternals and all that stuff. Yeah, he's been. But he he comes in there as a Jedi Haja Estri, and when he when he first walks in there and he's just like, it's okay. I you're, love this. He's like, you're completely he's safe now. Beautiful. I've I've saved you. It's like as soon as he says those words, I'm like, this guy is a total sham. Yeah. Like before anything happens, even when he's like shutting the windows and stuff, I'm like, no, 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 no. This he's this is all trickery. <laughs> and it was fantastic because it is absolutely a Jedi was. Mind, this is a Jedi mind trick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He says it because he he's prefacing it so people understand, oh, they can do Jedi mind tricks. Oh, but he, it's all an act for him to get money. And yeah, he has that conversation. He's like, I'm going to help you and your daughter get out of here. I know she's force sensitive and you need to get her away. Let's do this. And he picks up a comm and he tells this person on the phone. He's like, who is this? What are you doing? He goes, this is a Jedi mind trick. You're going to let these people get on the ship. I'm going to let these people get on the ship. And she's like, wow, the force is really strong with you. Sure. <laughs> it's it's hilarious because they're just, it was almost as if they were just ripping on Star Wars itself by bit. doing this. And, well, I, and I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh. But anyway, move along. They, they, yeah, move along. They get on there. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan comes out and just calls him out for being a total sham. He's like, yeah, using magnets and remotes, rips on him, tells him he's like the scum of the earth. And then suddenly this, this dude, Haja is like, oh yeah, I'll help you find her. He's like, really? No problem. Like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. He's like, no, I'll, I'll help you find her. And I'm, th I'm like, I wouldn't trust this guy. I, w I would trust, um, What's his face there? The slicer. Before I, I would trust this dude. Um, I mean, I trust Benicio him because he has a blaster pointed at his chest in the scene. True, but then he just walks away. Like Obi Wan got the blaster and like in his chest, like you will help me. Like yeah, 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 I'll help you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but didn't Obi Wan hate blasters? And isn't it so uncivilized? So uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I I like the fact that he's he's got a blaster right now. Yeah, but he'll help him for eight hundred credits. Yeah, this whole this whole episode is fantastic to me because it's Obi Wan. It almost reminds me of the um the Iron Man movie that we don't have a recording of, which is Iron Man two, no three, Iron Man three. Um, oh, we did two, we didn't do three, but three. I love three because for most of that movie, Iron Man is just Tony Stark. He's just running around doing his own thing without his main power. And that's what's happening here with Obi-Wan. He's not he's not using the force. He's not doing anything Jedi wise. He's just running around, you know, with a gun, a punching people out. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, like he was just straight up like John McClane here. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really appreciate that, that they're building up his character without him being a Jedi, per se. Fantastic. So. He follows down here, goes into this place. He goes into a drug lab. You know, he creates an explosion to distract, to, to distract one guard, sneak out back to find Leia. He finds a pale Dathomirian and some other dude. I say Dathomirian because that's where um, Darth Maul was from. But this guy's pale. He's just like a, you know, regular, you know, Caucasian skinned Dathomirian. Not very common. Usually you see them still a little bit darker if they're not fully red. Um, Darth Maul was the, was the only really red one. Some of the other ones were more orange, like um, Savage um, that you see in, in Clone Wars. You say um, not common as if the rest of them are so common in the EU. Like, 
We've they, seen one other. <laughs> no, th- they are. There's a whole planet. We see a whole planet of Dathomirians. The, wim- the women are actually all like witches, and the men are all with the horns and stuff like that, and they're usually dark, like orange and stuff. So, um, Savage Opress, that's his name. I keep, I keep wanting to say Sausage McBiscuit, but it's not. It's, <laughs> it's Savage Opress is, is a big character that comes in as a um, working under Dooku. Um, that's a big deal. You'll see. It's pretty, it's pretty cool character. I do cool have character. one question for you. Yeah. I do have one question for you. This is this is no 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 <laughs> joke. This is a serious question. Uh huh. So try to try to do things. One of your one of the hardest things to to get things done, and this is nothing on you, um, but you say that you don't have time for a lot of things because your life is so crazy busy. Right. Understandable. Hmm. Where do you find the time? <laughs> To understand and figure out all the lore and the backstory and all of these things in this ginormous universe. Do you want to know? That it's, it, I, sure, like, I, oh my. It, it, plays, what, on an, it plays on another screen while I'm working. <laughs> so if I'm not in the middle of a meeting, this stuff is kind of playing in the background. And I pick up some of the important stuff as I go. But most of the time, it's, it's kind of background stuff. So, so it's like you're you're so you're 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 sitting at your computer and you're doing whatever work you got to do when you're going through meetings and it's like here in the background there's a TV with Star Wars stuff playing. No, 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 not during meetings. During meetings it gets paused. No, of course. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's over it's over here and you know I'll have it kind of going and I'll out. It's like some people listen to podcasts while they drive and then while they work or whatever. Some people listen to the you know listen to music or whatever. I'll just throw on you know some of these episodes that and if I had like you know. If the girls and I were going to have movie nights, instead of throwing a movie on, we'd throw on, like, you know, three episodes or so of, you know, of Clone Wars. And we would just do that. So we that was, like, our our little, like, get-together family daddy-daughter time was, like, Star Wars night. So that's how we did it. And that's what we're doing right now with Rebels. You know, we'll, we'll have... Know. We'll have, like, a night a week where we watch, like, three episodes. Yeah, but you're... I mean, you you know the names of characters that are... They're not in your like. They're in books. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so the books, the books. It's it's hard for me to read a book. Like that's that's like sit down and read, not just play in the background. So the books, I will tell you that the first book I read it. The second book, I did a hybrid you're, between reading and and listening to the audio book. Because I had like a rain free man without hot, hot water burn baby. <laughs> water burn baby. Oh jeez. Uh no. Anyway. That just it just comes down to read, to no. watching it. No. So anyway, he's he's going down the halls, and he finds a, a decoy a decoy droid tied up to look like it's Leia, and flee in the gang. Take take him before that. Up against I, I, the wall. I do want to comment on one thing that happened before that. Okay. That I thought was pretty cool. Oh, when he hurt so, his hand. <laughs> Yeah. So when he first <laughs> enters the back room and he gets confronted by these two people and they start to fight, mm-hmm. it was like he got punched and it almost woke him up. Mm. And then he's he's kicking and swinging around people and fighting very Jedi like. Mm-hmm. And he blocks a kick and it hurts. And mm. of course it's going to hurt because he hasn't done this in ten years. Right. I right. just thought that was really cool. It was oh. nice and subtle. I I thought it was really well done. Absolutely. Yeah. I see what you're saying. He, he woke up at that point. It was good. It's like the punch woke him up. Yep. 
Yeah. Because you even saw it on his face. He was like, ah, but he didn't say like, ow. It was like, whoa. Like yeah. His eyes went wide. Right. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this well, is what that is. Well, I think that's the whole point of this episode is it's all starting to come back to him yes. in, in, in ways. And so this this whole episode just keeps on progressing where he's he's starting to get, you know, shake off the cobwebs and get back into the into the swing of things. So he goes in there, finds a decoy uh, droid, fleeing the gang, take his saber and they start beating him up. And he has this whole line. He's like, oh, I didn't realize the Jedi could bleed. Oh, you're not a Jedi. You're just a washed up old man, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, everybody bleeds. And he just throws a spice on the ground. It, it blows up. These guys are totally shocked by it, like just didn't see it coming at all. And then he runs out, shuts the door, locks them inside with the spice flying everywhere. Okay, that worked out pretty well. So they're tripping. <laughs> oh, they're tripping. It's hilarious. I mean, why else? Like, Flea's just there like, hey. <laughs> um, you have one guy looking at his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he does find Leia, who immediately, like, attacks him. She kicks him. And he's like, no, 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 I'm here to help you. You know, like, I'm here. Your, your father sent me. I'm here to rescue you. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. I've heard this line before. I've heard that line before. <laughs> with her trapped somewhere. I'm here somewhere. to rescue you. <laughs> yeah. With him, you're with Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi, where is he? So I, I love that. She, he's like, she's like, where's the army? He's like, your father sent me. I'm here to help you. You're a Jedi. You seem old and beat up. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So they, they, they start going and everything. Um, so Rava... Um, basically has this conversation with the Grand Inquisitor. He's like, I've had it with you. Um, this is ridiculous. You know, you're always going to be the least of us. You came from the gutter. He just rips on her. Like, these these Inquisitors are just, like, no holds barred, just total jerks. And, like, you know, with her just chopping hands off just because somebody says something, with him just calling her out to, to be like, you're worthless, you are slime. Like, you're only here because you have abilities. But other than that, like, you're worthless. She's going against the book. I can't that is really. Well, I, I know. Can't, he's, if you're but, looking at this from the perspective of the Inquisitors, like they clearly have an order in which they operate. And right. if you have one that's going against the grain, she's going to ruin the whole mission. Oh, like, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> like she's going she's gonna to throw a monkey wrench into the, into the plans here. So well, like, it's, it's funny, though, because what she was doing was actually showing like it was actually working, but they're still against it. Yeah. It's like she was kinda. actually on to Obi-Wan and she was catching him and she would have, you know, if he yeah, didn't get involved. Right. And that's why it's like, oh man, like you're almost saying like you're almost feeling bad for her because she was I feel on bad track. for her. Yeah. I I do feel bad for her, but at the same time it's like the Grand Inquisitor is very much Oh yeah. We have a way to do things and you're not doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. So um, now, the cool thing about this is I remember when I fir- when I saw the trailer a few days ago that said it's been 10 years. I'm like, good. Now I finally have a moment where I understand where this thing is. <laughs> also, also in the show Rebels, I was thought about it. And in the show Rebels, the Grand Inquisitor gets killed. He gets killed. He gets stabbed. He falls off a thing, gets blown up. And I'm like, OK, so this has to ha- the Rebels has to happen after Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's all I'm going to say right now. You see where I'm you'll see where I'm going in like half a second if you just think about it. But the point yeah. is, and th- this is why I'm like, uh, if that's considered canon, then obviously kind of y- looks yeah. like canon <laughs> isn't all that you're chalking it up to be, man. And I don't think that's the case. I think we're we're missing something here that 
I don't know. I, I had this argument with somebody recently, and they said the same thing, and I was like, ah, what are we? Uh, we'll we'll get there. Hold on, hold on. We're we're still too early. <laughs> we'll get there in a, in a bit. So she's relieved of her duties. She'll be dealt with when they return, and then they she goes ahead and puts a bounty on Kenobi. So the whole city, all the people are all that are all there. Everybody's watch goes off. <laughs> yeah, basically they're all going off. It's it's just like they did in Mandalorian where suddenly like every every single bounty hunter got this thing pop up and it's like, oh, "Okay, cool. Here we go." Obi-Wan. <laughs> okay. So Obi-Wan. So Leia's having Leia's having this conversation with Obi-Wan. She's like, "Make me float." <laughs> Come on, dance, monkey. <laughs> she's at, she's asking a thousand questions. She doesn't want she doesn't want the cloth. Or, or the code that Obi-Wan wants her to have. She wants the one that has all the glitter and the, mm-hmm. and the, 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 the sparkly things and shiny things falling She's off. She's of not she understanding what's going on right now. She's like, she has no somebody idea. is after you. <laughs> but then again, she's like, you're trying to hide something. I'm trying to hide something. We're, hi- we're hiding stuff. It's like, yeah. So if you're understanding that we're hiding, let's hide. Stop trying to find fancy <laughs> gloves and stuff. Let's move on. So um, she's like, why don't you use the force? He's like, if I use the force, it will draw attention. Okay. All right. That makes You're sense. You're no Jedi. Yeah. Well, this reminds me of. So I was when I was a kid. My uncle has like a step had like a stepsister or somebody, and she she talked about how she now I was probably seven or eight years old, and she she lived in Saudi Arabia for a long time, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. And she uh, like I saw like she had different things that she picked up from over there, and she had this really cool carpet on the floor. I'm like, is this a magic carpet? She goes, well, of course it is, and I'm like. Well, can't you can can you fly on it? Can I fly on it? She goes, well, no. And I'm like, but that doesn't make any sense. Why not? She goes, well, people would find it kind of odd if I was riding around Swamp Scott on a magic carpet, right? And I'm like, that's a valid point. And then I just stopped asking. <laughs> and that's basically what's kind of happening here. Make me float. No, <laughs> it'll it'll give me away. You know, like okay, all right, whatever. I think I'm the difference pop. is that magic carpet wasn't really a real magic carpet, and they were yeah, I was playing just about to say, I think the, I know, she the lied. big difference here is you never flew on a carpet. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, so they have if this conversation. Like, if they, if she got you believing that the real reason why you couldn't fly on a magic carpet was because people on Squam Scott would <laughs> think it's odd. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yes, that's what made you believe it's not real. <laughs> that's a valid point. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't. Unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, oh um, she gets into this conversation with him, and it's again, she's just ripping to the core of people here. She goes, "You think the less you say, the less you give away, but it's actually the opposite." He's like, "How old are you?" She's like, 10. He's like, "Yeah, you don't sound Why like you're 10." Why does he ask how old she is? I, I don't think he. Okay, it's kind of like God saying to Adam and Eve, "Where are you?" He knows, but he's more questioning, just like. How old are you? Like, aren't you 10? You know, like, yeah. yeah. He knows she's 10. Do you understand yeah, what I'm saying? I don't saying? think he's, I don't, I think it's rhetorical. It's a rhetorical thing. How old are you? Fine. Like, you're acting a lot older than you are. Like, how old are you? And Fine. she says, he's like, yeah, you don't sound like you're 10. You Fine. know, and he's, he's not actually questioning how old she is because clearly it's been 10 years. Duh. I'll, I'll leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like it, it's, I ask my daughter when, when my daughter, when my daughter says to me, daddy, wipe me. And I'm like, how old are you? She's like six. I'm like, wipe yourself. <laughs> you know, like I know how old she is. I was there six years ago when she was born. So it's just, it's as Chuck's it's, it's rhetorical. Anyway, the grand inquisitor sees the bounty is out and he's just not happy. Clearly not happy he, he knows exactly what she did. He's like, go find Kenobi first. 
take care of this so she doesn't get the satisfaction, blah, blah, blah. Um, so they have this conversation where Obi-Wan is just being a jerk to her. So she's talking about Lola. She's like, Lola's hurt. He's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I thought it was amazing. He's just being straight up a jerk. And then he, he catches himself and realizes he was being a straight up jerk. And he goes, yeah. okay, what happened to her? You know, et cetera yeah. and everything. And they're talking. She says, I'm not a princess. Just call me Leia. You know, and Just she, like the Inquisitors say in this episode and the last episode, oh. Jedi's hunt themselves. They can't help themselves a whole thing, and here we are. With right. Obi-Wan and Leia, he can't help himself but be kind. Yeah, and th- but this is what he was trying to avoid doing yes. by uh, by being in hiding all this time, by not getting involved by you know, emotionally or even just recognizing justice. That's why it was yes. hard for him where he saw that guy get punched in the gut because he he's watching injustice happening right in front of him and he's looking and he's and he's just stuck where it's like i want to do something but i can't because i give up and because i don't want to draw attention and there's like all these things that were just making this torment for him so anyway she's just leia he's like oh i talked to your parents i let them know that you're safe we'll get you back everything will be back to normal she's like normal great just great he's like okay now who's hiding something so then they go back and forth. She sees that there, there's a bounty out on him. That's a picture of you. You lied. They took me to get to you. You're, you're, um, he's like, no, 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 no. Your father's a very old friend. I don't believe you. And she just books it. Okay. And he can't catch her. He, he can't catch her. No, she books it. <laughs> but then, then we get caught up in this whole thing where it's like they're running through the streets and he's a big guy and she's a little kid so she can run through people better. And that's, I mean, typical, you know, home alone, little kid running and people can't catch her, catch them type she thing. She runs under some creature's legs. Yep. Oh, yeah. That thing was weird looking. Yeah. That thing was crazy. It was just like this big, like, Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> like white Muppet thing with <laughs> big much. legs. A so Kenobi, <laughs> Kenobi starts fighting through the crowd of people, literally fighting through the crowd of people because they're all trying to catch him um, to catch him while he's chasing after her. And while this is happening, I, I, I while this is all clearly happening, Rava is just running on rooftop, as I said, for days. She's just parkour. running. She's running. Yeah. Parkour. Parkour. <laughs> hardcore parkour. She's just running on the rooftops. Yep. So but that's all she's doing. Like I'm I'm really confused. Like what rooftops was she on? How far she's away coming. was she from everything? Yeah, she's coming, but she's nowhere near them at all, well, ever. She sees the gunfighting happening a ways away. Yeah, well And I'm guessing she's just running on rooftop doing parkour, making her way towards gunfight. Yeah. Some of that, some of that stuff that she did well, was she's pretty watch, cool. She's watching from the rooftop first while this whole chase yes. scene is going on. Right. She's not. She's not running after them while Obi Wan is chasing. No, she no, doesn't know where Obi Wan is. She's just waiting for the commotion to begin so she can know where to go. Exactly. Right. So and the the gunfire the the gunfire is what's caught is what that's gives the him red away. flare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. There there it is. So Leia jumps off the roof, um, and she's. And she's trying to make it to the other side. Clearly didn't make it. And she's hanging on a wire. And Obi-Wan's like reaching out. But that's, I mean, just can't really, you can't do anything. He's just kind of there. She's very far away from you, sir. You are not going to be able to reach down to her and grab her. (laughs) She falls and yells out Ben. Now, it's funny because I didn't hear what she said. I had to put the subtitles on and and repeat it. She said, Ben. 
as she's going then. down. Yeah. And then he goes ahead, reaches out, and very painfully, struggling, uses the force. This hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This this hurt him. This was hard. Um, yeah. But again, she's a little girl. It's a lot easier than, you know, a ship or something. Um, but he's 10 years out of practice, so give the man a break. Yes. Um, so as he goes on, um, Haja set, uh, basically comes up and says, hey, blah, 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 I got to do this. And he's going to send him to an unmanned transport. Nobody will find you there. It's unmanned. It's perfect. He's like, OK. Um, he's like, why, why are you doing this? And he's like, well, have I made a few bad decisions? Sure. Do I feel bad about it? Sometimes. Do I like credits? Yeah. There's so much stuff you can buy with credits. <laughs> I I think he's great. He's he's fantastic in this because he's he's not hiding who he is when he talks to Obi. He's just he's just, he's just like this is who I am. Yeah, but he like I like I understand who you are now and I want to make amends in any way that I can. And this is what I'm going to do. And he says he's like he's like, "Okay, thank you so much, Haja." And he's like, "You remember my name?" Like he's totally just like amazed that a Jedi actually remembered his name. So um, he says to him, you're not alone, Obi-Wan. It's like the last thing he says to him. So we cut over to the Inquisitor, who's, uh, he's basically having an, an inquis- in- Inquisition session with, um, <laughs> with Flea. And by Inquisition session, I mean, he's chopping his face off with laser, with laser blades. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, like that's, that's the end of Flea. He actually just took his face off off Off. thank you um (laughs) have a good one oh my okay um okay so um haja haja just walks hold on do we get to the part where where they do we pass the part um where we see the two protocol droids in the In they the look like C-3PO. There's two of them. One's silver and one's gold. It this was like back it. on Alderaan. Yeah, that's that's way... That's so we, way I was, we're way past that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're way past that. That was the party, right? Yeah. The, the I don't cousin. remember, but... Yeah. That was the party. Mm-hmm. One of those wasn't C-3PO, was it? One of them was. Yeah. Yeah. It was C-3PO. Yes, it was. They both went with... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both went with... Um, with Organa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep, that was definitely C3PO. Absolutely. Sorry, I, I didn't miss that. anything. Oh man. Anyway, so Haja plays the Jedi and I laughed so hard where he's just out there. He's he's basically pretending to be like Batman out in the alley. Sure. Where he sure. just stands there and he's just like, "Hey, what are you doing? It's like, I am the great Jedi master, Haja Estri. What's the bounty on my head now? A million? 2 million?" <laughs> It's amazing how he does this. And he just runs with it. But he he basically just gives everything away because she just sucks it right out of his mind. She she pulls a Ben Solo or a, sorry, what, what, whatever his name was there. Um, Kylo Ren pulls a Kylo Ren yeah, and just and just takes the I, I'm so used to calling him Ben now. I don't know why. Um, and just sucks the information out of his mind. Um, I, I love his line because when she throws him around, he goes, that wasn't magnets at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, or that, that was wasn't... the real thing. That's because that's because she slammed him against. The oh wall. yeah, he goes that yeah. wasn't that's not magnets. So yeah. she gets the information she needs, which is basically exactly where Obi Wan is because he's not a we'll we'll say he's not a strong minded character not at all. So he just gave it all away without even having to say anything, and and she's like, I don't need you to talk. Just took it. All right. So he's up there in this transport ship talking to Leia and. Clearly, he's talking, saying that she reminds him of Padme. Yes. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, well, don't worry about her, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, your friend was very stubborn. Yeah, she was stubborn, whatever. She died a long time ago. And this line was awesome. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. And he says, me too. And he says, me too. Not in like, I'm sorry that it happened. But he's saying, he's almost saying, I'm sorry to her that you lost your mother. And you don't yes. even know who I'm talking about. Total guilt. Total guilt. Total guilt. Let's talk about why this comes up. Because before they're about to enter, he's having a lot of questions about whether or not he should trust this fake Jedi. Yeah. And yeah. Leia very wisely says, oh, yeah. I have been kidnapped. I have mm-hmm. been shot at. We have been <laughs> running. And now somebody is offering us help. I think we should take it. And then right. he comes back with, oh, you're very stubborn. Reminds mm-hmm. me of somebody I knew. And then right. they go through the whole thing. Right, right, right. Very well done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Very well done. So, so they're up there, they're hiding, and who shows up immediately after? Go. Rava. Okay, Rava's there, and he basically says, go, get out of here, I'll be right behind you. Yeah, that's, yep. a, that's a cliche line. That's very much like a, you know, in, the, in Scream, don't say I'll be right back. <laughs> you know, it's always like, I'll be right behind you, I promise. Yeah, in most cases, that's not the case. So um, basically, Rava is like pretty much right behind him. Um, he's behind a box, she's there, and she's talking, she goes, oh, Lord Vader will be so pr- pleased that I found you. She goes, oh, wait, you didn't know. He's alive, Obi-Wan. Anakin Skywalker's alive, and he's been looking for you for a long time. His, the, face. his face. Exactly. Go Ewan ahead. McGregor's brilliant face. I loved this scene. This oh. was amazing. Yeah. This was, it was, to me, it was almost like, if we didn't know... This would be like the Luke, I am your father type scene. Yeah. If we didn't know. If but we didn't but know. even though we knew, it was still an impactful scene because of the way that he reacted. He did such a good job reacting to it that I still felt it was impactful. So, Ugh. and that's, that's hard to do when we all know it's coming, you know? Yeah. So that's, that was, it was great. So she almost catches him. She's literally a box away. And then the Grand Inquisitor comes and messes it up. Yep. stops her so he so yep. he can go ahead and do it himself and she just goes ahead and you know kills him just stabs him kills him and then kenobi gets on the ship in time and fly away that's that <laughs> now here's the thing See, i'm gonna talk I would about have loved at least kenobi to at least come out and and turn on his lightsaber yeah and then have no but at least begin to show him coming into it a little bit more like he doesn't mm-hmm. even not yet no nothing nope. yet not yet i don't want to see I, it yet no, nope. I would have loved it. Right, I I think it would have been too much. Yeah, to so, happen right away. No, yeah. So you have to build to that moment. I think you that th- th- that's a moment. Him, you know, pulling out the lightsaber and actually getting into a duel. That's a moment that has to be built to. No, and yeah, it's no not duel. Happen when he's no duel. Just even, open it up just, and then turn uh, around at know. that point. Like I don't meh. think so. Not, not yet. Ready. Not yet. Nope. He's he's not, not ready yet. at all. I'm comfortable with it. Exactly. He's not ready. Yeah. Perfect. He's already, he's already stepped out of his comfort zone enough in this episode. So the way that this ends, 
Oh, oh yeah. my god. So this is where I'm I'm wondering here because I know it's it, I know it's canon. All of this stuff is is specifically called canon. Everything that Filoni did is canon. So okay. the Grand Inquisitor somehow survives this. He has to, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. We're not dealing with time travel. He can't explain the whole mystique dying in apocalypse, but then somehow being there in the future type thing. No, that's not what's happening here. There's no alternate timelines and dimension traveling. I hope, I hope he's dead just so I can listen to you rant and rave about how and look up. I really well, it's it's gonna make it. It's gonna make things really annoying because they've been saying for years that all of this stuff is considered canon. So if they somehow just like said never mind, then I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I'm reading these legend books until the cows come home because they're fantastic. No one's books. telling you that you can. I my my resident Star Wars you know expert, literally resident Star Wars expert, um, rips on me for reading legends books. He's like those don't count. Those don't count. Well, if this is what they're gonna do here, then nothing counts anymore. So if that's the case, that really stinks. But either way. So we definitely saw him laying there, eyes open, hold, mouth open. Looked pretty dead to me. On. But look, hold dead. on, hold on. Mm -hmm. Here we go. He's slated for all six episodes. Oh, is he really? Yep. Okay then. Well, there well, you go. There we go. So all right. Then we get over to Obi Wan, who's just just showing his reflection as he's looking out into space when they're Shock on the ship. And awe. Shock and <clears throat> awe. Just it, as, it's oh my god. It's amazing. You want to take this one, that, Will? His face, everything that his the whole scene and how Leia is talking to him and how her voice kind of drowns out mm -hmm. and gets really quiet, and then you get the swell mm -hmm. of whatever John Williams created for this moment. Oh yeah, and just the look of shock and awe on Obi Wan's face was fantastic. And then the music quiets, and then he says Anakin. As soon as he says Anakin. Blaring horns. Blaring horns as soon Blaring as horns. It, it cuts over. And he's in the back to tank. And the eyes open up as soon as the, oh my God. the horns and blare. And his skin. Yeah. Like, like his skin was so like muscular and veiny. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. He Floating looked in a million tank. times better than it looked in Jedi. And oh, yeah. It well, was of course. fantastic. He looked scary and menacing mm -hmm. and just this is it people this was awesome what's so funny is so hayden if Christen that was it, 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 it hang i was just about to go there yeah if that was hayden christensen oh it was i'm gonna take back a lot about what i said about that man yes because <laughs> that was awesome so the way that this ended was awesome so what even the music before uh, one more thing and i'm gonna let you go when i'm done <laughs> even before the reveal where you have the score there's like a subtle breath going on in the background of the actual score mm -hmm. and i can't tell whether or not obi-wan is actually hearing that or if that's just a part of the music yeah because it blends so well together that i really don't know because it could honestly be either one mm -hmm. so it, it's it, i just i thought the way that it ended was awesome I oh, thought yeah. the way that Hugh McGregor, his acting chops in this particular school, without saying a word, was fantastic. And my, I, I'm ready. I am, I'm ready. Let's, let's do this. We have four episodes left. Yeah. So it's funny because Hayden Christensen. Finite. Hayden Christensen was actually so amazed. Um, 
he was basically just saying it's he's he's so happy that people actually like him again. Like they finally <laughs> that fans are finally accepting him now. When they found out that he was going to be in this and they saw some of the introduction to him, and this is before these episodes aired, he's like, "I'm just so happy that people finally like me." <laughs> so, but here's the thing, though: is if he comes in and reprises his role wearing the suit, will James Earl Jones still be the voice? Because it doesn't matter if he's in the suit. No one cares who's in the it suit. It truly doesn't. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. Yeah, because I mean, voicing. I because he they they reprised James Earl Jones in Rogue One. Yeah, I know. And at the Um, end of Revenge of the Sith, and and they and they had his voice in Rebels as well. That's the thing is they've used him in everything Star Wars minus some of the games, I think. But if they go away from James Earl Jones, that would be disappointing. It would be. Yeah. yeah, especially if they replace his voice with Hayden Christensen's voice. Yeah. Well, oh no, that they wouldn't do that. They would never do that. They they would find somebody who sounds sounds like Darth Vader. Not. Yeah. No, I think we're gonna see where they go with it, and I'm pretty excited. I mean, now we finally get the eyes open here. So they they've done a really good job building up the things that we knew were coming, and and getting this this slow build of Obi Wan. You know, again, shaking off the cobwebs and getting back into the swing of things. I like that the first episode was him making the decision. The second episode is him doing things and realizing that he, there's not much he can do without the Force. Yes. And, you know, and that's basically it. And then he finally uses the Force. Okay, now what's it going to take for him to get where he needs to get to in order for this mission that he's on to to go where it needs to go? Now, he's got he's got Leia. He's on his way to bring her back. Is the rest of the show going to be about him trying to get Leia back home or are we going to go somewhere else now because there's other stuff happening where they're going to go after Luke and it's all going to kind of happen in the background and Luke is totally like oblivious to it. I don't I'm know. Fine. I'm fine with Luke being oblivious. Oh, I am too. Yeah, me too. I'm just wondering if that's the route they're going to go. I think it is because Luke at 17 has no idea about I know. any of it. Well, no, I'm saying are we going to – is this going to be – are they going to just keep on the story with him and, and Leia, or are they going to move on to Luke? That's what I'm saying. I don't like, think they're going to move on to Luke. I think they'll move on. This is my theory. I think they could tell two stories. I think they could tell the story of getting Leia home. I also think they could try to tell the story of Obi-Wan on somewhat of a, a redemption arc and him attempting to save Anakin. Even if it's not going to happen. We all know it's not going to happen. That's not the point. But I think the point is the story. I think that would be kind of interesting. That would be interesting. I, so I'm excited to see where they go. I mean, I'm, I'm also more excited that we don't have to wait as long for this one, this next one to come out because it should be coming out on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be on Wednesday going forward. So we won't be yep. doing a, a double really late at night on a no. night that I'd much rather be in bed. Um. So there's yeah, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the home front right now. Um, I gotta go tell an uncle that they can sleep on a couch or on a, in a bed upstairs because they're stuck here while his father is in the hospital, apparently getting an operation or something right now. So I gotta go take care of that. But um, it's been fun, and I'm excited to see what comes out. As am I. Cool. Looking forward to it. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for uh, coming in, for listening. Um, if you have any theories 
or anything that you're saying, I'm against it. I don't, I don't agree with you guys, or you do agree, or you want to hop on a side here or whatever, please reach out to us. You can get us on our, on our email. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Are, are we on Instagram? I don't know. Did you, did you do it on Instagram? Uh, Twitter? I don't know. I don't know. We're on some Twitter. stuff. <laughs> find us in any of the major ways you can find us. If you're listening to here, we probably have some contact stuff up there. So reach out to us. Let us know what you think. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, guys. Have a good one, everybody.